0: So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start.
1: This is the Gem on the Queen's Crown a podcast talking about Cincinnati and Dayton Ohio sports. Here's the host, Lee
0: W. Malan. Welcome back to the Round Table on the Gem of the Queen's Crown for episode number 17. This podcast is available on iTunes and your favorite podcasting app on the iOS system. Google Play, TuneIn, the iHeartRadio app, Stitcher, PocketCast, StreamPod.net, and two new editions, CastBox and Podbean. And you can also hear it on my website, TheLeadWMountain.com, and the host website, GemCitySports.com. And on the roundtable today, we got, again, Mark Schlemmer across from me, Comrade Ortez to my left, and Biggie towards my right. Gentlemen, how fare
1: you?
2: good morning morning Lee morning good? morning
1: I'm very excited because last week's roundtable was I think a very big success and mark
3: what do you think about last week it was a lot of fun it, it as we talked before it got people involved um, we'll do more of these maybe one a week depending on how it goes but it's good to see some old faces here uh, Tony Crusoe got caught up at UD he couldn't get here and the most interesting man in Dayton, the SEC commissioner, Mr. McKinney, I, I'm assuming must have got caught up or he got held for ransom. We haven't seen him yet. We actually had two females scheduled the last two weeks. Yeah. And they both have been abducted or AWOL. tied up. AWOL. But as you said, we have Ed Lowe, better known as Big E to everybody in in this part of the world. And the one and only... John Ortiz, this is the, you're the one everybody keeps waiting to hear. Well, I'm here now. No, no, you got to get close to the microphone now. I'm here now. Absolutely. Um, no, this last week was a lot of fun. Um, and as you guys both know from the show many years ago, the people are what made it what it was. You guys are what made the show work, successful, funny. And that's what we're trying to do: is get more people involved. Let them let them have fun with this. And last week was fun. It brought back a lot of old memories. I know that.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun listening back to all the memories of your show, Mark. It was was a lot of fun. We got to a couple of topics, and all in all, it was about two hours of sports talk, a great local sports talk here on this podcast.
3: We mixed in a little bit of conversation, but most of it was. And I'll ask these guys, like I asked Tony and the guys last week, what's the fondest memories you had of the old show, both of you?
4: Uh, mine was Jeff from
3: ever <laughs> You know what? People still ask me whatever happened to him.
4: That was on a that was on a Friday Friday night. And I forget he had the lawyer there.
3: Nate that? the legal analyst was yeah. there. So
5: he was there. And we were swearing off the Reds because because they, they were crazy. horrible. He <laughs> wasn't spending any money. He he came on and took and they gave him an oath to swear off the Reds. And I was talking to your engineer at the time, and I couldn't even breathe. I was laughing so hard. He was trying to ask me questions.
3: For people who don't remember this, Jeff, was originally Jeff from Bellbrook? And then I think it became Jeff from Centerville. But I think he had, I don't know what kind of, I don't want to say disease. That's not right. Some kind of medical issue. Um, it was He was a good caller. It just took him a while to get words out. And he was good, but I remember, yeah, you guys made him swear nose off the reds. <laughs> it it, it make me cry. There was a lot of people made me cry on that show. But you were telling a story earlier before we went on, and you told this story before, and I know John's gone through the same thing, where you guys would be in public, and people would just hear your voice, and they'd know you immediately, who you were by that.
4: Yeah, that's true. I was there. A- Kroger's in Xenia back to the Delicatessen and there's this big guy standing beside me he had a brown jacket on looked like a brown
6: jacket. wait a minute a
3: brown span 400 pounds oh, I find that shocking yeah, he, he <laughs> <get his feet. laughs> did he have a dealer and tattoo
4: actually but I can remember he's big red headed so. but uh, I ordered my food from the Delicatessen and he's like Hey, I know who you are. You do? And you're a, you're on that radio show, that, that sports talk show, you're big And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe my red five of that. And I, so I called Mark immediately and said, You're not gonna believe that. I got that quite a bit. I had a vice president where I worked. I worked at Dave Power Live, and a vice president came up on me and he said, Are you big on that show? i I sure am. I love that show.
3: I, I, I want to listen to it every night. way. well, comrade got that from his boss. Only so he got in trouble for listening.
2: I got in trouble and was told that I had to pull over if I if if
3: I called in anymore.
2: So I'd take a fifteen minute break and pull over. And I would go in places every day, and people would tell me exactly what I did. After I hit the mailbox. I bet about 15 of my customers in two days just saw me and just started laughing and asked me if I told my wife yet. And I said, well, I told her a story, but it wasn't the right one. It kept going like that and kept going like that. And I got to listen to Mark's show by accident. I was just tuning through the radio because I drove all day. And I said, this is something. This is going to go. This is what we miss. This is Bob Trumpy-like. This is what sports talk is supposed to be. And after that, I was hooked. And I met so many great people. And like I said, it was a family. We all knew each other's name. We waited for calls. And we knew what people were going to say. And nobody cared what they said.
5: Well, it was about as much fun as you can have with your clothes on, that's for sure. Some of the remotes, I don't know if we left those (laughs) on either.
6: (laughs) Well, let's don't go there, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I think
3: think one thing John said was very true, especially remotes. A lot of times, people didn't know each other until they actually got to a remote. And from where I was at, you always saw them come in, and you always had a weird belly feeling, going, "Uh oh, how are they gonna mingle?" And invariably, it was like magnets; they'd go right to each other, and it just turned into a big family. I mean, no matter where we went, and you guys were damn near all of them, it was a it was a happening.
5: Remember Steve uh, from Springboro out at out at the Playmore. So- on that. So. But
2: what's really funny is when people come in, you'd see them and you think, that's not what I thought they would look like or <laughs> yeah. sound like. Yeah. And the same with Steve from Springboro. My wife looked at him
3: and goes, man, all that hair.
2: And
4: I just <laughs> laughed. That was just
5: on his shoulders. <laughs> he came in the
3: studio for his birthday. When we let him come in for his birthday, I got a call from downstairs. <laughs> Who's this hairy guy down here in the lobby?
5: <laughs> he stood out. He was a good guy, and he drank uh, Bud Light Bud Light with Bud lime. Bud Light lime with an umbrella. Yeah, Gentlemen, be. there ain't nothing
2: wrong with Bud Light lime, because I drink that too.
3: Well, hell, there wasn't when he was around. He'd beat the tar out of you if you made fun of it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> of course, when he was around, I never be able to get one, because he drank them all. He did.
3: He was a hell of a customer for a lot of our people.
5: I guess I, I got a good compliment from him. He told me one time that uh, you're one of two Bengal fans that I like. That's
3: because you were a <laughs> union guy.
5: <laughs> that could have been it.
3: Oh, he was he was one of the men, but there was so many of the, like you said, both of you said, the people were the family. And still, yeah. even on a Facebook page, and somehow we just crossed 90,000 comments the other day on a Facebook page. That's the same thing that we had on the air, was that family atmosphere.
5: Well, I remember a Sunday morning when you had Steve on, and he he had a brother that was really, really sick, and I think he passed away.
6: And, I do uh, remember that, him yeah. And I, him and yeah. I could
5: identify because I lost a brother right about the same time. And it was heartfelt, you know, when you talk. That about was it. the one thing,
3: no matter how much people would
5: go at each other,
3: when it came down to reality like that, yeah. people came together. It was it was that family, and it still is. I mean, they can kill each other on the page and on the air. And we talked about last week, the people we've lost, Hera Clara, Amish Leprechaun, John, I don't know if you ever found him either. Tony thought he might have passed away.
2: I tried to find him, and I asked around, and nobody has seen him. And he was always a fixture around UD.
5: I think he might have got eaten by his cats.
3: (laughs) That of that green beard caught up with him. We had so many fun characters, and and really still did, or still do, I should say. And that's what the area misses more than anything, is just that camaraderie from everybody you know right now and god that was that was so much fun
5: Well, i remember you started getting like 65 65 60 calls a night
3: when i started there we had we had two phone lines one was the hotline and then another one when i like the second third week we had seven lines put in and they were full usually from before the t- the show started until the end i think the record was a night ocho clowno came on and i was trying to get as many as i could i think we went over 100 that night Big Play Bengal was a board op. It about blew him up. But we used to average 60, 65 a night when we'd have a board op in here that wanted to answer the phone. Unfortunately, a lot of times it would ring and ring and ring and they got tired of trying to answer them
5: and dropped. I think the first time I paid attention to Comrade Ortez was the night that they – making the decision for Archie Miller to come to UD. That was a pretty testy show, too. There were a lot of testy shows. You got all kinds of opinions that night.
2: Yeah, you do. And like Mark was saying, you know, I remember f- first starting to listen to the show, and I would go in places that at one time you'd go in there he would have music on or they'd have W.O.W. Well, not anymore. They had Mark's shows on. And I would go in nursing homes. There'd be four or five guys sitting around the radio listening to him. And then I thought, well, you know, this is catching on. Everybody's listening, and more and more people knew who you were, and they talked to you about it. And they, you know, what's your opinion about
3: this and what's your opinion about that? And it just took off like crazy. I think the one thing that made it what it was, and, and we talked about it before, I think this is where the sports talk people forget today. It's called a sports talk show for a reason. It's not to listen to me or the host – It's to be, let these people have a place to be heard. They are the stars of the show. And that's where I think a lot of today's people forget that. That's what made our show what it was. That's the only thing I can think of is you, we allowed them to talk.
5: That and the fabulous prizes playboy smelly stuff
3: will go down in history
5: I am still mad about mark that mark because I never got any of that playboy stuff be happy I didn't get into that i did I did win a, a Cincinnati bengals hat from uh, Lids no. one time it did yeah. keep the flies away
2: after, after a while mark had his favorites oh, I never won that, I, I never won that pizza
3: either I wonder why oh my
2: you God. didn't win
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: my well, mother yeah.
2: my
3: mother was tremendous at that game I will tell you
5: that 12 pack was that was really special i mean this guy came on and, and he was dealing with with like some addiction we and, laughed at that
3: last week where he said no i'll take three beers to the store to get six. Oh, he was he was <laughs> now john you see him occasionally right
2: he is completely different the guy walks with a, a great attitude now just his whole being you can tell He's happy with himself.
5: I got to know him later, and and he was a fantastic fellow to get yes. to know. But Mark helped him. Mark Mark encouraged him. I mean, he was funny. He would come on, and you could tell that he had been drinking and stuff. And he would come on the air, and it was a riot to listen to. But at the same time, there was something saying, you know, this guy needs some help, and Mark. Jumped in with him, and I think you turned him around. We used quite to threaten to beat
3: his ass. We quit drinking. Wanna well, <laughs> listen to the best damn sports show there is? <laughs> uh, that's yeah, him. You
2: know, Mark. There was another one in Cincinnati that you helped, and I can't remember what the guy's um, name was. Well,
3: Mike from Fairfield used to call in. Right. Uh, actually, that was Andy Furman helped, and, and Lance got involved. But you helped too. They did a lot of the legwork when he was on the street and and stuff. But you know, those are the things that I look back on now, and I and I guess I don't. I don't want to say I don't appreciate it. That's not the right word. But you don't think about it until now when you're doing a show like this and then you think back and go, oh, yeah, you forget about that. And But people like that. And, again, it wasn't, it wasn't just me. You guys were involved in that as well as the rest of the, the family. People get involved and help people like that. And 12-pack, yeah, I'm happy to say as far as I know, he's still drinking his iced tea. <laughs>
2: I saw him two weeks ago. I was over getting, uh, he lives by the famous recipe in Miamisburg, and I saw him going to his apartment, and I waved at him, and he looked like he was really happy.
3: Matter of fact, I think he had a girl with him. I'm not sure. come on, man. That's scary. I don't even have a date. <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's because you're too picky, Did he, did he have a sign still holding up to stay right there? <laughs> stay, right. stay right. From the looks of her, I would have told her to stay right there. Well, <laughs> pack. he may be a star. We just don't know that. Some guys are. I don't know. Well, let's get into some sports conversation. Some of the hottest things going on, obviously. And you were telling me on the way up here, you were listening to LW, and I guess you're raking old Marvy right on over the coals.
5: Yeah, they were tearing him up. They were talking like uh, he should have been gone Tuesday morning after the Steelers game. And then how can you even have him today? They should be making an announcement. But, like, I'm thinking – there's three games left. What good do you do to fire him today? You should have earned the right to finish the season. I thought of that
3: last night. I think he has learned the respect. I don't, that's the wrong word, too. But he has earned at least the right to finish it out. Because like it or not, 15 years there to do what he's done. Now, granted, he didn't get over the hump. But he changed the culture. Unfortunately, he's starting to slide back to that culture. But I agree with you. I think he's at least earned that right. Play out the string if he wants to. And like you said, what are you going to do? Promote Gunther, promote another coach. Now, the only thing I would argue with this, and I don't know, you may agree, John. I don't know. You may leave as bad as things are right now. And this is like with the Reds last year, losing breeds losing. So the longer you leave losing in there, the more the, the players cashed out yesterday. You said that, John, yesterday. They, they clocked out. They didn't want to tackle. They didn't want any part of anything. So, for me, these next three games, while they don't mean anything, they're homecoming games for the Vikings and the Lions and the Ravens. Are we going to see McCarron? Are we going to see Christian Westerman, the offensive lineman? Are we going to see Redmond, the offensive lineman? Are you going to use these three games to let some of these guys at least show you something? Or is it just going to be mail it in, the cars are running in the parking lots. get the hell out of here as soon as the last game's over? That's the only reason I could say get him out of here now. But I do think, yeah, he's earned the right. But it's going to get ugly.
5: I remember Bill Johnson. Oh, Tiger Bill Johnson. They fired him like, with a couple of games left in the year and brought in Homer, Homer Rice. Rice. And that wasn't pretty.
3: Homer was about yeah. minute Rice. Yeah, that
5: yeah. wasn't pretty at all. I'm with you. I think they're mailing it in myself. But
2: Well, yeah. you know what? If you know anything about sports, and I know people are going to say, well, you know, if you watch, you can tell five minutes into a game if this team is in this or not, if they want to be there. And I can't stand to watch a game where there's no effort put into it. You might get beat by a better team, but God, put the effort in, especially when people are paying good money to come watch you play. What
3: bothered me was it wasn't – I didn't think the tackles were contested. (coughs) They were plays where they spread them out all the way to the sideline, and then they just kind of stopped. They weren't difficult plays. They were straight on tackles, and they were just whiff. It's like barbed wire. I don't want to touch this.
5: Yeah, they Olayed that uh, Howard, number twenty four. She reminded my you of the Steelers, didn't it? Oh my goodness. I, l- I
1: listened to a tiny bit of the first quarter in the it car. Was and ugly. I just uh just what was it, two or three three and outs to begin the game offensively? The first like, six
3: possessions they had five punts.
1: I was lucky that I had to work yesterday and call a hockey game because if I had to subject myself to listen to that, I would
6: The I- only I'd thing that
3: was worse was the Browns game. And as much as we're not Browns fans, we were talking about it earlier. You feel for guys like Bob Wells, for Shane Sheridan, even Steve from Springbury, if he has a piece oh, of furniture left, who knows. Oh, but the way they lost that, and I was serious, and I said they'll win three in a row, and they should have won yesterday. But that's Browns football right there.
2: Well, what I have to say about it is, I feel sorry for the fans, but I do not feel sorry for the organization. They have been like this for years and they can blame of them leaving and going to Baltimore, that is not. That's the, way in the past. That is not the fans' fault. That's the past. It happened when they did Jim Brown wrong, they did Paul Brown wrong, and it's continued to build, and they're getting what they deserve.
3: Now, you said, any of us, any of the four of us, you play fantasy football, you don't need to play fantasy football. You could find a quarterback in the whatever years it's been by accident. You don't keep bypassing them. If nothing else, you find a free agent. That's why I think this coming year, by accident, they should end up with one, whether it's Alex Smith, whether it's Eli Manning, whether it's A.J. McCarron, although you've got a pretty good an interesting thought where he's going. By accident, even if they draft Mayfield or Darnell or whoever, by accident this team has to find a quarterback. You can't keep whiffing. And somehow they just find ways to whiff.
2: Okay, I have a question to ask. I'm not a big Browns fan. But how many quarterbacks have left the Browns and went somewhere else and did well?
3: Well, Josh McCown's 38, and he's had a decent year with the Jets. He broke his hand yesterday. But he would have been a nice bridge if you're going to try to tutor a guy. Um, Outside of that, mm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, most of them just fade away. Yeah,
1: pretty much they play for the Browns and then – that's it. God, but I'll, you know what? That's
3: an interesting question. I'm trying to think who all they have had. Manziel.
6: But also gone. look
2: at the guys they passed on. Deshaun Watson, Wentz.
3: Wentz. Wentz. All of them. Um, yeah, all of them.
2: To me, that's nothing but the whole organization.
3: Well, and I still question Hugh Jackson. You're one in twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Part of that blame got to go to you. You know, you spent a ton of money on the offensive line. Now, granted, Kaiser and the rest of the clowns the quarterback, but by accident. You got to beat somebody.
2: Well, I'm in a different feeling on that. I feel the coaches get blamed for too much. And they
3: get credit for too much.
2: Well, that's true, too. But, you know, you, you can't make your players play. Nope. That's, you can't. And, and, in any and, sport, you and, can't. And, and back in our day, when coaches told you something, you did it. These kids now. There's no fear they anymore. They make more money than the coaches do. They're prima donnas from. Grade school on, and they don't care. They figure somebody else is going to pick them up.
3: What's the all saying, E? You don't fire 25 players, you fire the coach. Fire the coach. Mm-hmm. That's right. You don't fire the quarterback, yeah. you fire the
1: coach. From Angels in the outfield, I can't trade 25 players. But
3: he's
5: still got to That's take some of the blame. I haven't seen any continuity out of the ownership, out of the front office, out of coaching. Well, Haslam now
3: says he's going to stay out of the way.
5: Drafting has been terrible, but... I'm not knocking the Browns. I, like I said, I've got a lot of friends that are Browns fans, and I feel bad for them. Now, I don't think they felt bad for me. When I was going to say, I don't believe they yeah. well, I
2: agree with you. I feel bad for the friends, fans because there's a lot of great guys that are fans. I was once a fan of them. But the fans can only go so far. If the owners don't care, you know, and how can a team go into the draft and have four different opinions of who they should take first?
3: How do you draft five quarter or five receivers one draft and none of them are still with your team?
5: Well, the one that stuck out to me and it was and it got onto your column pretty good that one night with uh, with a macaroni. I won't I won't say his name. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the boy, it's been he's, yeah, he's been banished. He has been yes, he's in the but, penalty box. But
5: uh, the night they drafted Josh Gilbert as their number one choice and followed it up with and followed it up with Johnny, Johnny Manziel, Manziel later. But what they said, they drafted Josh Gilbert, and he was like number five on the defensive back depth chart. And they took him, and they said, oh, he's fast, and he, he'll he cover well. We're going to have to teach him how to tackle. And I'm like, this is a number one draft choice, and you're going to teach him how to tackle?
1: Isn't that one of the things you have to do as a line Kind of management. a prerequisite. How
3: do
5: you,
1: yeah. How do, yeah. You, how do you flunk out a tackle 101?
3: Well, he ended up – I remember they said, well, he's going to be a good special teams player now. The next yeah. he was with Pittsburgh and now said Pittsburgh gone. Pittsburgh
5: straighten him up, and he's he's not he's even gone. In, in football right well,
2: now. Well, how in the heck did he get that far if he
5: couldn't tackle?
3: The NFL's built for parity, and yeah. the Browns are proving year after year after year, no, it's not.
5: Apparently, they thought he was a good enough athlete, John, that that he was, we can going, develop he was him. going to learn. Yeah, they were going to develop him. Well, like, you
2: can be an athlete, but there's still
3: some things that you can't do. Yeah, You can either, you either have it or you don't. Now, you can be taught some things. But if you're a number one pick, you better have the full package. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, prepared. as far as the other football, the college football playoffs, which I know you oh boy. have been boisterous about that, Ohio State not in.
2: Okay, here's how I feel about this. Ohio State blew it when they lost to Iowa. I cannot figure out how that happened. I will never figure out how it happened. So they don't have a complaint. The one who really should be complaining is Southern Cal. And the reason why is you've got a, a so-called playoff with five major conferences, and you've got two conferences represented. No way in the heck should two teams from the SEC be in the playoffs. I don't care what Alabama's done the last 10 years. They got beat. They did not win the conference championship. Ohio State got in last year and maybe that wasn't right either, but they did have top ten wins. So what they should have did is they should have put Southern Cow in it. Now to tell you the truth, I'm not gonna watch either game. I have no interest, and I guarantee you that the ratings will be lower than they've ever been, because the only ones are gonna watch the one is the ones behind underneath the Mason Dixon line, because that's all that's in there. Wisconsin only had one loss.
3: So and I agree with you, but the timing of the loss is really what hurt Wisconsin. They could have been in ahead of U.S.C. for the same thing.
5: Didn't well, didn't hurt them a bit.
3: I just remember, and I think, John, you also brought this up to me a couple of days ago. The commissioner that
5: night of the drawing
3: title game had no bearing. We had already decided. But I mean, week, how do you do that? But the
2: week before, he said that the difference between number five and number eight was, was very nothing. slight. Okay, and you had go. They
3: made their mind. Up. You go unbeaten in the Big Ten and get. Shut out? What does that tell you? But, yet you've got three top ten teams from the Big Ten. Something makes no well, sense. Well,
2: you look at it, It's Ohio State, Penn State, and Wisconsin. And, you know, and you can't tell me why those teams aren't worthy to go. Well,
3: and not when you have five conferences. You better put some champions in there.
2: Well, they need to change it, or they're going to find out that people aren't going to What's watch? your
3: perfect answer? Now, I posted one today. Harbaugh wants 16. I don't know if I can go 16.
2: Mine is six. You take five major conference, and you take the top school. After that, you give a team like Central Michigan a chance. You give a team like Boise State a chance. You, you take one of these teams. These guys play football, too. And these kids are, are 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 brought in on scholarship, and they want to play, too. Give them a chance. you got
3: four weeks in between. You're still six days away from the first bowl game. Why can't you use these four weeks – as a playoff system, as you're saying, maybe for the non-Power 5 to get into that, for the MAC for the whatever. Well,
2: Mark, you can look at it this way. Do you honestly think these teams are going to be as good as they were in four weeks as they were at the end of no, the season? No, and I've always – I
3: never have liked it because you're basically starting over. You might get healthy, but whatever momentum you had is gone.
2: Well, for example, the years Ohio State and Michigan played each other, you can't tell me those weren't the two top teams in the nation. But you can't be a top four Had to wait six weeks weeks. before you play. That was six weeks before they played again. That's like
3: spring training all over again.
5: But according to the spokesperson for the uh, BCS that day that they announced the four, his rationale was that, no, Alabama is not one of the top four today. But when they get their linebackers and their injured players back, by the time they play those games, they will be one of the top four, and maybe the top team in the country. This might make some
2: people mad, but I think it was ESPN, and I think it was Saban calling in favors. SEC is owned by who? ESPN ESPN. Network. And I don't care who I make mad. The SEC is not the top conference in the United States anymore. And you
3: watch guys like Feinberm cry his little cry. Well, let him cry. He's kind of changed his tune, though. Mr. Potato Head's gone from strictly an Alabama homer to rip it into them now.
5: Well, I'll give Alabama their credit. Oh, they're good. They're, they've been elite for eight, nine years. They, they've they proved what they're worth. They could win it all. Unfortunately, this year was not the not case. one of them.
2: But you know who I think, really, if you look at hindsight, who has a bitch, is, is the 2015 Ohio State team. They All that talent they had, they lost one game at the end of the year in a rainy day. I was there. They lost one game. And they sat home. And all that talent they had. When you lose, timing.
1: It's timing of loss that kills you.
2: I also understand this hangover of Alabama and Ohio State. Every year these teams are up there. Well, hey,
3: the rest of you recruit and do what you're supposed to do. If you're good and you deserve to be there.
5: I agree. You're there. there.
3: I just saw something come across. The Padres are about to sign Zach Cozart. Really? Yeah, really. Big interest. It just came across on the Reds app that they I have huge be interest. Louis. I thought it'd be St. Yeah. Louis too. It still might be. You saw the Hall of Fame last night. They put Alan Trammell and Jack Morris in. Okay, <laughs> I could make an argument for him, but it also said Bench is now on a rant. Where's Concepcion?
5: Well, there's several. Tommy John.
3: Tommy John, not just for his surgery, Jim McCott.
2: But Tommy Martin, John. How many times have me and you talked about Morris and Cott both? big money door. pitcher. Yes. I don't care how many years he pitched with us, he was a money pitcher. And Concepcion should be in there.
3: If Concepcion's not in, Omar Vizquel shouldn't be in yet. Trammell shouldn't be in yet. Concepcion was, he was the guy that made shortstop what it was today. The thing I always have a problem with, and Dave Parker got aced out again, which I'm sure the drug probably did a lot of that. Well, how was about Murphy? Murphy and Maris are two guys. All, I still say she, back-to-back MVPs for both of them. That's good enough for me.
5: The year Murphy had with those lousy Atlanta teams. Maris. I have, I have trouble with Maris, not because – Well, the 260 was, average, the but – The 61 home runs is what Roger Maris is so famous for. He was a good, good ball He was a good player. outfielder. He yep. didn't – his career was short because, like, in uh, 62, he had a wrist injury, and he was never, ever close to the same. He probably had, like, five peak years.
3: He was overshadowed yeah. by Mantle and those guys, too. But where I was going with that is their numbers aren't changing. Tommy John's not losing any more games – and the people always bitch about Kyle going, oh, wait a minute. He pitched 40 years. Well, you better be pretty good if you're in the league for 25 years. He won 18 gold gloves. So, you did something right.
5: Necro's in. in. How, how long in? did he pitch? Just about
3: twenty. And if you understand,
2: God, I watch Morris, and he gave his 100% every time he pitched. He's,
3: money, he's and, a money and, pitcher. And
2: these guys went the innings. They weren't calling off after four and five innings and didn't want the ball. Parker, in or out? Ooh. Parker, for the three good years that I watched him, I've ne- never seen anybody make a better throw than he ever made from from the corner.
5: In the All-Star game? All-Star yep, yeah.
2: game. He helped that Reds team immensely. And, yeah, he had the cocaine problem. Jesus Christ. was so everybody,
5: everybody in there has done something. Dan, He's got better numbers than many that are. Al Oliver? Al Oliver. Hmm. Those numbers are... <laughs> Yeah,
3: Aramis Ramirez is coming up. He's got great numbers.
5: I think he'll be Beltray. He'll go. Beltray will probably be first ballot.
3: Viscal? See, I'm not, uh, I'm not. I'm not Viscal. I
5: I no. can't do it. I'm with you. I don't. I don't put a Viscal in and leave Dave Concepcion. No way. No way in the world. He he was the ultimate artificial turf shortstop. He learned he how made to that use into that as his advantage.
2: That yeah. bounce. That bounce from shortstop. He perfected that.
5: I saw his first game in 1970, opening day 1970, and I mean this guy looked like a pencil. He's like a little kid, you know. Who do me. you share so your time ben, with? Do you remember that? Woody, Woody, Woody Woodward. Woodward. Yeah, and and some Daryl Chaney, Ooh. some Ooh. the great Daryl Chaney. Yes, but I watched I watched him develop into a hitter, into a good hitter, a, a clutch hitter. I remember he. uh Won, hit a home run at the All-Star game, won the MVP yeah, of the All-Star game. They put one up in the red game. chairs at Riverfront, yeah. too. Well, I
2: remember and, the home run they hit against Aaron when, when that It was win a game for the Reds at Riverfront.
5: He turned oh, into man. a very, very – and he got
3: bigger. Yeah, and the stronger. criteria
5: says, did, were you a dominating player for a decade? Yes Dave, yes, he Con- was. yes, Dave Concepcion was. And actually, more than that, for probably about 15 years.
2: Well, the problem with that, though, he's played the same time as Ozzy did. That's the problem.
5: Ozzie couldn't pick up his bat. Nope. No, he couldn't. I think his
3: biggest problem was he played with the Reds, like a lot of Steelers played with the Steelers, and they get well. They compared Shadow. him
5: first. His, the first part of his career, he was compared with Larry Boa. Yeah, and he which was, is an he insult. Was, he was much better than Larry. Well, Boa. Well, you remember
2: Ozzie did the backflip and all the press. Mm-hmm. And Ozzie and
6: everything. was playing.
2: Yes. He was icing. All Concepcion did was his job.
3: He did it well.
5: I think <clears> the MLB TV network causes a lot of problems for players like Concepción. They they seem to campaign for different ones. Uh
3: see I'm not a Kirby Puckett guy. I wasn't a Biggio guy.
5: Now I get it, three thousand hits.
3: I'm not a Bagwell guy.
5: i am I'm not a John Smoltz guy.
3: I compare him to Eckersley. They were both successful at closing and starting. Um Smoltz was another guy money pitcher.
5: Yeah I like I mean I thought I thought Glavin should have been in Maddox. Maddox should have been in, but I thought Smoltz was very borderline, and I don't think he would have been in had he not been working for MLB TV Network.
3: I'm sure that probably helped. Mm-hmm. Well, going
2: back to conception, until you got to understand the way I look at it. Look who he played with. And they overshadowed him pretty much, I mean, all the, all the guys he played
3: with. He hit down seven in the order. He and Geronimo seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice seven, eight hitters.
2: And Geronimo,
5: Geronimo was underrated.
3: Again, oh he got buried with all the stars.
5: He he made it look so easy out there in center field.
3: The only one of the three outfielders that didn't cash it in. Foster struck it big with the Mets. Griffey went with the
5: Yankees. Geronimo had an
2: arm, and he glided to the ball. Remember yeah. when
3: he was a pitcher with Houston, and they turned him into an outfielder? Uh,
5: no, I not That's where he that, started. have no doubt. He was a pitcher with
3: Houston and made him a right fielder.
5: Somebody told me one time that at full speed, he had like a nine foot stride or something in the outfield.
3: All I know is he made it look easy.
5: Oh, yeah. He, I mean, Billy Hamilton covers a lot of ground, a lot let of ground. Let him be a giant soon, but he's running. He <laughs> let <laughs> he, him be anywhere soon, but not he's Cincinnati. really running hard. Geronimo got to balls and you played with people like that, Mark. Very that, effortless. You'd watch him, and you almost would think they were loafing. Ty Griffin is really the guy that comes to
3: mind.
2: What amazed me, Jarama, he would get the balls that you thought he couldn't get to, and it was like he was there. A can it was of corn. Easy, mm-hmm. it was easy.
3: Ty Griffin was a guy that had more natural talent than anybody I've ever played with, but the knock on he looked lazy, but he wasn't. He was just so fluid and effortless; it just was easy to him. And that knock always hung around his neck. But you're right; you play with guys that just make it look like it's a nothing.
5: Real athletes. You're, every,
3: you're, you're Reds now. Winter meetings are going on. Where do you see them going? I mean, the meetings, like I heard today, I think they're stuck in Dollar General's parking lot still, but what do you see happening?
1: Don't give them that much credit. I think they're stuck in Dollar Tree's parking lot. They,
3: I don't think it's they're as dollar. far away as people think. But
2: I don't think they are either. Look at the numbers they're infield and alpha put out. It's their pitching. And they need to invest in one good starting pitcher and let these young kids pitch. But will
3: those numbers happen again? Because they all had career years pretty much, all the hitters, except Miss Rocco.
5: Uh, Duvall actually came came down a little bit. And he's uh,
3: on the block. He's on
5: the block. That's where I, I was going, Mark. He's on the block. He and, and Schaeffler both. Say the Red Sox have big interest in Duvall since they lost out on Stanley. Yeah, but they're after
3: Schwarber now too because they said the other day the Red Sox have to do something to counteract the Stanton move. I like Duvall as a player. He's a gold glover. I still shake my head how he's been in the finals two years in a row, but is his diabetes wearing him out at the end of the year? Maybe. Well, Duvall is the kind of player that you need to have somebody that you
2: can put in and give him some rest once in a while.
6: trouble is they don't have
2: that. But that's the problem. They need to get that. But I've been a baseball fan my whole life. I coached for 17 years but to tell you the truth i've been first time in my life last two years i have not been to a game the last game i went to was yeah, we, we went ended. yeah and i bet i watched two reds games this year i'm just whole disillusioned with all the reds they sold their fans out they didn't get anything in return and until they show me something i will never spend another penny on
3: it if you're going to go with young pitchers go with young pitchers don't start them, drop them. Start them, drop them. Don't play yo-yo on I-65. That doesn't. That doesn't. The Braves took a lot of beatings with those four guys, but they turned out okay. Same with the Cubs. The Reds, they just it's up and down the highway with these guys.
5: I think it's good to have a good veteran on the team. I, they had. I think
3: Homer was supposed to be. Well, in. they had the
5: perfect guy this year. Unfortunately, he was gone. His arm was gone with Brant and Arroyo. Yeah. Yeah. he would have been perfect to show them the way but isn't it funny how trades and things and work out though i mean they when i think they got duval with for mike leek he was in he was a throw in in that deal In the mike leek deal they they had no idea that duval was Which going I think to think who do
3: else that. was the main piece in that so
5: they got that uh Kerry, Kerry or mella or something a right-handed pitcher Big prospect.
3: I remember Duvall was basically a throw-in.
5: Yeah, that was the other guy. <laughs> was uh, he's and they still have him, and he's on their forty-man. Uh, my pronunciation's not some
3: of, of the best trades as you know are the ones you don't make.
5: But who would have thought that Duvall would become a thirty a thirty home run, one hundred RBI well, that's the thing.
3: He's driving you in a hundred, he's getting you thirty. Do you yeah. know who
5: Duvall reminds me of?
2: Remember Darren Johnson? Yes, that's exactly who he reminds me of. It,
5: it, I can see the comparison, both of them pretty good-sized guys, big bat. And
2: a, and fa- faster bat speed than what you talked to. And had. very
3: quiet players.
5: Yeah. And Darren Johnson, after he left the Reds, he had he had a few really good Oakley. years with the Phillies. In Philly. With the Phillies. Who
3: do you dump, Shebler, Duvall? I'm not even going, Billy, because he's gone. He's got a good I dump,
5: I dump, I dump Shebler because I, I don't want too many left-handed hitters. In the outfield, we went through that. We went through that a few years ago, where everybody was left-handed and the team was real vulnerable to right-handed Griffey pitching. Griffey done yes. those years? I'd I'd go I'd go with Shevler. I see him as the piece that doesn't fit long-term. Not if now, if
3: Winker's going to play every day, w-
5: Winker has to play. He's got a, he's got a great stroke. Williams has
3: made it very clear he's he doesn't like Hamilton because he doesn't get on base, and that's what they want. And Houston really proved that last year. Guys, put the ball in play.
5: Well, you know, back when they first brought Billy Hamilton in, everybody said if he if he can hit around two fifty, with his defense and his speed, we can live with that. And he he's very close to that. You know, he's very close to that, and uh, his his glove has been even better than I think anybody even dreamed it was going to be. He, he-, he is a he's a premium defender, and he may get one hit a night but he He's gonna usually take takes a hit or two away. So where is his value, you know? Oh, it's frustrating. You see him at you the top of the lineup. You can't hide
3: him in the order. There's nowhere no. you can hide him because you can't bunt, so you can't hit him second. And if you bunt it, you'd walk Votto anyway. Well,
2: if Mark, remember, him and I talked, what was it, 45 years ago we went to watch him play the Dragon, I told Mark this kid is not a shortstop. Oh, no, he was not. And, and I said this kid does not have the body frame to play all year. He's going to get hurt. He's not going to hit over 240. And tell me how come this kid has not learned how to put the ball on the ground and bunt. Who
5: I think has. they've tried. Who has though? Good point. How, ma- how many players, how many players do you see come up to the Reds and they can't they can't bunt. No fundamental at all. They can't hit the other way. Pretty bad base running.
2: But Ed, you can't tell me that the Reds can't find anybody in an organization that was in an organization or somewhere in baseball and say, "Go work with this kid and show."
5: Joe
3: him. Morgan said it on the air one night. He tried, and the, the kid did not I, take be, it. The
5: best bunter that I've seen the Reds ever have was Norris Hopper. Yep, yeah. that yeah. guy could, and he he couldn't do anything but bunt. Where's yeah. Where's hey, the Rod
3: Carew? Videos. Where's your Brett Butler's? Yeah, you know, go find a guy. But Morgan said it on the air one night. He, I have tried to work with him, and it just doesn't – let's just say he doesn't want to.
5: Do you remember when Charlie Lau got a hold of Matty Alou?
3: Matty Alou was fabulous. He wasn't. Charlie Lau couldn't hit a, ba- a yeah, basketball, but he, but he t- could teach it.
5: He taught Periniak Matty Alou. Matty one. Alou went from like a two fifty hitter to hitting 330. Slap Slapping wrong. Yeah. Vic
3: DeVillio, same
2: type yeah. guy. you said to the players. Concepcion couldn't hit. Larkin had problems when he first came up. How did they learn?
1: It's called minor back,
3: league baseball.
1: Well, that, but it's called back in the day. You know, you listen to your coaches like you said earlier, Comrade. It's
3: I don't think Hamilton wants – I don't
2: think
5: it's going to that, sink that's in. That's what I was going to say. You have to have the hunger. Go to
2: a game and watch them. They don't take infield anymore. They half-ass it in uh, batting practice. Everybody's swinging for the fences. I used to watch the Reds. They hit the right field. They hit the left yeah. field. They lay bunch down. They were ready to go. They don't do it anymore.
5: Why do you practice what you're good at?
3: It used to be an infield <laughs> you know? practice. Just stay short. If you don't want to take it, you got to find somebody to take it at third, sh- you know, whatever. And now it's we might take ground balls, during the, you know, individually. Mm-hmm. A good batting practice is like John just said. You hit it, hit and run, go up the middle, hit behind a runner. Anymore, it's a home run hitting contest.
2: You take situations, you say, well, i got a 3-2 count. There's a runner on second. Am I going to move him over? Where am I going to hit the ball to? They don't do that. Oh, anymore. hell no. The
3: guys I used to have to throw, you know, in my leagues, quit throwing them out there. I want them right here where I can. Well,
2: okay, that's not where you're going to get pitched. What's the bad thing, though, Mark, is it's filtered down to every form of baseball.
3: Oh, certainly it is. Little league's on down. Mm-hmm. And the little league program
2: is the pits. It's got to be nothing but select ball. Select is not selected who has the most money.
3: Somebody said that on a page yesterday about soccer being the same way.
2: I think wasn't that Brian. I
3: don't remember. He's the one that up how expensive kickball is. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be the most cheap sport. I guess there's a lot of traveling involved.
2: Yeah, travel, you know.
1: But there
3: can't be a lot of equipment to it. Go
2: up to Dick's and go in there and price pads. Oh, forget that. Balls, uh, all of this stuff. No thanks. My granddaughter played. A couple of years ago, she had no interest in it. They stuck it with a bunch of boys that knew how to play, so she didn't like it. The equipment killed me. I could not believe what it cost.
1: There's, in with the Dayton Hockey Association, they'll have this try hockey for free day. They'll have it at catering, and all you have to do is show up. You get skates, you get pads, you get to try to learn how to play hockey. Why did not every other sport Now, do that's that? got
3: to be an expensive sport, oh. just the equipment alone. What's oh, a hockey okay. stick cost these days? do you see how much, point. do you
2: see how much these kids have to play to play high school ball? You yes. see how much they had to play? Some of these leagues have played a little If we'd bit had, had to
3: pay them. for play when we were in high school, yeah.
2: nobody
5: <laughs> would have played. That. I was going to exactly.
3: say, I don't, I don't know. To so me, if I got to pay to play, I better play.
2: And and I was cor- glad
5: to have lunch money, you yeah. know? <laughs> and yeah, no cor- I remember, I remember
2: my dad complained about $10 pair of gym shoes. Now I didn't bucks. No, there's converse. I don't wear red ball jets. It's Chuck Taylors.
3: You're a big uh, UD basketball fan, comrade. You got tickets. Ed, I know you follow it. Lee follows it.
1: I work for UD. I'm working basketball this year for official uh, replay. It's pretty UD cool. The
3: UD fans, a lot of the fans, forget how much they lost last year.
1: Nearly seventy points per game. When from is it time
3: class? to? I don't want to say panic, but when do you start going? Okay, something's wrong here. You know what? I'm the biggest fan there is, and you know but that. But you hide it well. No, no. Wow. you know,
2: you know. Have, have, <laughs> you, have you heard me complain about this year's team? No, but there's not, not as much as you. And in the private conversation that you and I have had, and we have pretty many. I know what they've got this year. They have talent there, but they have young talent. They have one player that played major minutes.
3: And he's actually playing better than I would have he's ever imagined, Daryl Davis. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: The other night at that game, I would have done the same thing that Grant did. Those kids stopped the effort.
3: Cunningham gives you them. a good effort to rest well, of Well, Cunningham – see,
2: you got to look, though. Cunningham and Davis played with those teams last year. They played with those – UD doesn't realize what kind of players they had the last four years. They had kids with Chicago mentality and New York mentality. And
3: they had kids that stayed, which is very unusual for college basketball. They all stayed there the four or five years together, and it showed.
2: If UD is 500 this year, I'll be happy. And I really think this team will get better this year. Don't That's win games they shouldn't win. And lose and games lose like games. the other night. But I'm going to tell you something. Don't mistake it. They have talent there. These freshmen that got come in can play.
5: This is a transition year for UD. And Anthony Grant got dealt a, a bad on a, hand. Well, on, on two fronts, they lost, like Lee just said, they lost 70 points per game.
1: That's your most successful of class minutes, too. in and university then, then history. Top,
5: then you top it off with they lost their head coach.
3: Late. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're, very
5: late. they're starting. They're starting with young players. I agree with John. I think there's a lot of talent there. It's a transition year. I'm just looking at it. We've been spoiled because UD usually throws out a pretty good product every year. And I think they will again with this with this bunch. I want to see where they where they are from where we started a couple of weeks ago. And then I, I want to see them in March and see where they're Georgia at. Georgia
3: State comes in next. And I know that sounds like another homecoming game. And it's right. <laughs> Georgia State's pretty good. There's no homecoming games for this team. Ron Hunter coaches there. He's from Chaminade. Taking him to the tournament a couple times.
2: Falling off his chair when he
3: I don't, got injured. Yeah, I remember that That one. was great. You know, I don't sleep on Georgia State this coming Saturday either.
2: Saturday I walked out there and I hear fans, well, Grant's got to go. Guys, you're, what, eight games into the season. He got, he got dealt what he got dealt. He came in and saved
3: two-thirds of that class. They only lose one kid this year, Daryl Davis, right? Daryl Davis.
2: They got Crosby. They got Daryl Davis that most fans wanted to run out of there last year. They wanted him out of there. They played better than I would have thought. They Mm -hmm. thought they never would have played. And, Mark, how many players have you seen with a change of
3: scenery, change of coach, Edward E? Well, Landers is tasting that right now. I don't think he'd have sniffed the floor if Squiggy was still here. No, he
2: wouldn't have sniffed the floor. And coaches, and it's human nature, you get an attitude about a kid And that kid's never going to change. You put him
5: in a certain hole. I'm sure a lot of these, a lot of these young players on this team are at the point where they're still wondering if they belong there, if they believe that they can play at that level right now. And eventually, I don't care what sport you're playing. Eventually that, that switch flips. It slows down. The game slows down. And it flips and you'll have a defining time where it's like all of a sudden you know you're good enough to play there you're good enough to compete at that level, then that's when the, it all kicks in and you start getting all, it, better. It
2: all kicks in your head, and you know, and you stop thinking when you play. You play, just
3: play.
5: I call it it. I they, think they, everybody they, thought they get it Anna Kudupupu
3: what? or whatever the old name is. I think everybody assumed he was going to come in and be, be his brother. His brother, he's And raw. he hadn't played in two years. He's, he's, he's raw. very raw. He's raw. And there's times you say,
2: Jesus Christ. Look at there's this other times
3: here. he gives you some moves that you go, Wow. And but then it, all of a sudden you go, oh, my. But
2: one game, just like with Big Steve, it's going to click, and when it clicks, watch out.
3: He gets frustrated very easy right now, it looks like. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't get the ball, if he doesn't get his he shots, gets, he, he gets starts baited. fouling. He gets I mean, oh, does he ever.
1: Penn game, the Quakers really set him up good, and
2: he had a double technical, and that was the end of
3: it. He should have got bounced when he grabbed the guy and pulled yeah. him into him. Being at the
2: game and watching and seeing that contact underneath the basket, you don't see that on TV, but you're there. You see the contact, and you see what's – you, you hear what's, what's chattered
3: on the floor. Oh, yeah,
2: too. and there was a lot of chatter. But I'm telling you, one thing's going to be certain about this team is the fans are going to show
3: up. Oh, they're going to be boisterous, too. Well, they showed up for Jim O'Brien, they're going to show they're up for anybody. They're going to show up,
2: And but if things don't go the way they are – UD's not going to stand and, and undertake it, I'm telling
3: no, you. No, but they're not going to run Anthony out after no. two years either. And I'm
2: going to tell you what, I know the recruits Anthony's brought in there. I know the players that he's talking to, and the kid he's bringing in next year is good. He's already
3: signed. The Svoboda kid is, to me, and it's early yet, he's been a disappointment. Um, and, and kid, but he's in a new country. I mean, there's, that, that is something in itself. And the
2: kid he signed for next year, Miller told him he was too good for UD.
3: We'll find out. They don't have anybody coming off grades, shirt like Wright State does. I know they get two kids well, eligible no, this no week. No, they
2: don't, but UD has one kid sitting because he wasn't eligible.
3: Is that the kid with the kind of red afro, whatever he, it is, he, big he, kid?
2: Yeah, he wasn't eligible. And another kid, uh, I guess, is it Pierce? Big tall kid. Looks, like a, baby, Pierce, looks like a baby yeah. giraffe. He is big Steve all over again. His body is too big for, for what he he's not adjusted
3: to. Again. I saw him go on a pick-and-roll the other night. It was a road game, and it was a perfect pass, and he was just lumbering, and the ball went right by him.
1: That was that Mississippi State game because there was a pair of Flyers that were in foul trouble. And, and he had to play. Yeah, he got a couple minutes, and so Coach any, Grant was okay with so that. So
2: anybody who watches basketball knows there's talent there. And, I mean, I've watched enough to know these kids can play.
3: You're going to have, like you said, they're going to be a rebuilding year eventually. And unfortunately, Anthony got dealt the
5: they're hand. They're and not even into their league schedule yet. No.
2: And you I'm going to tell you, this arena, when it gets done, that's going to help recruiting. It's going to be a show place. It's going to be a basketball mecca.
3: A team in town, that one of John's favorites, besides your tartan pride, Sinclair. Wright State's not going to be as bad as people thought no, this year either. Nagy, what I like about him from what I've know from the people out there he didn't put up with anything it's not there is no more moral victories for this team you either win or it's not good enough now the other night i guess they had turned 24 turnovers they created that many big guys diving on the floor people jumping on the floor you can tell the culture changes the way it was explained to me how things are working out i think they're gonna be better than people think right now now if these two kids are eligible this week the point guard had played for him before who knows? Horizon's <coughs> not your power conference, so they could slide in there.
5: Yeah, I guess they got a six foot nine kid, kind of a wide body, kind of a kid. Well Yeah, that's really he coming on last He last year. He's coming on quick. Problem um, is,
1: he's still struggling with three throws.
3: Yeah, well, I'll take that chance. Just give me the rebounds and score well, underneath.
2: I watched a kid the other night go back to the old Bill Russell underhanded free throws and I did, it was nice to see.
6: <laughs> yeah, let's, I play, think it was, let's play horse. And believe me,
2: believe me, back in the day when I first started watching basketball, I remember Bob Cousy doing it. I remember a lot of players doing it.
1: If I remember right, that was Tennessee Tech's Courtney Alexander the second. It just yeah. I looked at it's it like, did I just did I just see that? Did I just see an underhanded throw? I'm like, I really did. Holy crap. Free throw know,
5: shootings a lost art. Yeah, it yeah. is. And
2: you know what? People think I'm against Wright State. I'm not. There's a place for both teams in this town. Mm-hmm. This is a basketball town. Hell, they get 8000 for a girls tournament when they go over there. The high schools get a lot of things. But each school has their own place. Wright State, worry about UD not playing him And you know what?
1: They got to worry about right state.
2: They got to worry about right states. You got to build your program. You had a chance after you won Division two championship. You had a chance after you got in NCA, and you didn't build on it. You got to get a fan base, and you got to make the school want to win.
1: I just a, remember. Oh, go ahead,
5: Biggie. Uh, I I think it would be a good game myself. Not oh, and not so much for the basketball. We won, we lost, that type of thing. I think it would just be a good game for the community.
2: Big you know? e, it would be a good game, but nobody's crying for it. I have talked to a lot of UD fans. They don't mention it. Wright State don't have the fans to mention it. The schools don't want it. There's no corporate sponsor. It, back, it,
1: back when Underhill was coaching Wright State, you could see another center packed, like 9,000-plus. why I went to school at Wright State students. Ralph would be
3: fun right now, wouldn't he?
5: he, Oh, my, yes. you would have them on probation.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, the biggest thing I hear is, well, UD's had this. UD didn't always have this, and they built it. And I'll tell you what, they went when O'Brien was there, and those teams were
3: sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he did take them down the tubes. Mm -hmm. Question for you and John, and I even threw this at Lee last week, too. The well, main sports story on your mind right now. You've got a lot of stuff going on. What's the one sports thing that you're following more than any right now?
5: Well, starting now, it, it would be the winter meetings for baseball, baseball to see if the Reds do step up and do anything. I don't think they will. They've shown that they they don't really care to do when that. When they said,
3: come out and said, we're all ears, we're going to be patient, well, fans, yeah. get ready for another
2: last place. Well, you know what? I'm like Biggie. My first love was baseball. I went to my first game at four years old at Crosley Field, and I've loved baseball my whole life. I used to walk around with the radio in my ear. I snuck a radio in the <laughs> weddings. I fell asleep with the radio underneath my head, listened to, to West Coast games. I want the Reds to be good, but I have but I have my doubts.
1: You bring it up Crosley reminds me my pop when he was alive he'd always say uh, pop and Aunt, they would take the train over to Crosley and walk down and it just that 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 made me smile
2: walking through the tunnel crossed underneath the highway going over and seeing the guy with the top hat selling the peanuts
3: remember yeah, the players walked through the mm-hmm. to get to the visitors clubhouse walked in and the walked right sm- through the grandstand
2: walked in Ron the fairly smell. spit on me <laughs> <laughs> walking in and, and the smell the Terrace, watching guys fall off the Terrace. Crosley was Crosley was a special place. Even the smell.
1: Man, I wish I could have seen that. Like the
2: Coliseum here, here in Dayton. The smell, the sound, is something That's it's
5: something you never forget. I went to my first game in June of 1962. It was the first time I got to actually go to a ball game. And you entered in, you came in from the right field corner. Yeah. And I remember walking in. And glancing over to my right, and I saw the most beautiful shade of green, perfect grass that I'd ever seen. You had Ronnie Dale on the organ, piping organ music out. You could smell popcorn, peanuts, hot dogs. And I looked out, and there was Frank Robinson and Veda Pinson standing out there with their arms folded, talking to each other. I mean, they just, they jumped right off my baseball card, you know. And they were real. It was fantastic.
2: Something else you didn't see, Ed. You didn't see the fans, the players going over and handing everybody and talking to the other team. You see them. Play, well,
3: that was against the rules back in the day.
2: Yeah, yeah. They
6: yeah, had umpires would fine, sit in the seats right and wait the and, and watch and see. you also
2: saw them out there fully dressed. You didn't see them with their hats turned sideways or backwards, or you didn't see them
5: playing around. They were all business. No, they looked like. It's a different game now for sure. Yeah. That's uh that was golden years for me. I mean my guys remember me too. remember cutting baseball cars off the back of your post Post-cereal oh, yeah. box, Absolutely. Alphabet's box.
2: The mint condition on, now. or going and buying gum. You knew you weren't going to chew, and you keep it in packs, and you'd be hoping you'd get what you want out of there, and you'd be nickel
5: a pack. All that stuff was terrible, that gum that yeah. used it's to like, get like it. cardboard oh. with sugar on it. And I
2: guarantee you somewhere, somewhere, somebody's got something still in a the pack. <laughs> they have unopened packs that you can buy <laughs> and from Clear back then. And you clear open clear that gum then. up,
3: and it just falls apart.
5: I remember Fleer, Fleer, Fleer gave you a ginger snap cookie in there in 1963.
3: Rock Morton <laughs> Toys. It was in town and country. They ruined it. The first store I ever saw it had a big open tent or open bin with baseball cards. You could pick out which ones you wanted. It took all the fun out of it. Oh, yeah. You never got Jerry Luplo in every But what <laughs> would make you, you mad is you go buy
2: five packs of cards. You have the same player in all five of them. They just irritate you. You buy all. five packs
3: today, you better take a $20 bill with you.
5: Absolutely. You brought
3: up something before we went started taping this about booing. And John, you were talking about booing the UD players at that age. We used to talk about that on the air a lot, and people some got real angry. Why do you boo a kid? Why do you boo a player? Your thoughts on not just booing the college kids, high school kids? I, I draw a line there. Yeah, but college kids, pro players, your thoughts on booing them?
5: Well, if if. That's your right as a fan to boo them. And that's been going on since the beginning of time, <clears throat> The really. only thing you
3: have is a recourse
5: besides uh, not going. I have a feeling the peasants used to boo the gladiators and stuff back in the day. The Lions got all the yeah. cheers. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, I tell you but what. you're paying a good price for a ticket. And if you look out and you see what you consider a, a poor effort being made.
3: Now, this is your own home team you're booing. If you're booing a, a visitor, that's respect. Yeah. yeah that's okay. a Sanders respect. If you're booing your own team.
2: Booing and doing opposite, there's there's two different types of boos. You can boo a visitor's team, it's not the same boo as you're your own no, you players. But I draw the line at college and high school players. Why I college? Say, well, how many parents are out there in the stands?
3: 13,000 people paying 20 bucks a ticket say otherwise.
5: No, and more than no, that. Because more than that, was, right. You have
2: to understand. Think back. When you were in college or you were that age.
3: I never got booed, son. No, but
2: no, let me tell you something. <laughs> These kids are so fragile right now with social media and everything going on. Well it's time to toughen them up it, then. Well, oh, please. It doesn't work that if way. If a kid
3: anymore. cries when he gets booed on my team, son, there's a violin and a piano. That's See you in the you, orchestra room.
2: But that's not the way it is well,
3: anymore. Maybe that's not why I'm coaching.
2: That's the main well, reason why. And I don't want to coach. If I gotta put if I gotta baby I'm... a bunch
3: of kids, forget it.
2: That's the main reason why I hung it up, and I was not coaching at a big high level. But I coached at almost every level, and I just got to where—that's it. it. Parents did me in.
3: Well, that has done a lot of coaches in. That's where it all starts to me. But booing a college kid, like you said, you're paying money. How is you supposed to voice your displeasure?
5: That's, that's still a little iffy. I—I I, I draw mine. I don't boo. If I, it's I effort. Won't
3: boo. Then that's that's to me it's ever, different.
5: The only booing I'll do at a college game is at at the officials well, if it's a bad call and stuff like that. But the pros are different. I think the last player that I actually that I can say I really booed was Bobby Tolan at the end of his stay with the Reds, and he wanted out. He wasn't happy. Was that
3: during the World Series when he dogged the no, this, ball this, and center? I
5: believe it. I believe it might have been 1973, and he was having a he was having a bad year. He 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 didn't want to be in Cincinnati any longer. He was he was uh, loafing after balls. He was loafing down the baseline, and even I can remember Joe Knoxall said, "If you don't want to be here, then get out, buddy. I'll help pay the ticket to get you out of here."
3: I know they sent him to Philly. If I remember right, San, San, San Diego. That's right,
5: Diego? San Diego Padres. Yeah, and then he went to St. Louis, didn't he? He came from St. Louis. And he ended up in yeah. Philly because he
3: played first, and the one year they beat him in the playoffs. Yeah.
5: And i tell you what, he had a lot of ability. Though. Oh, he did. Who did, him, he, he, did he get he, from
3: him? Redman? Is that who they got in San Diego for him? Or am I thinking of a different trade, Baltimore?
5: I thought they got Redman from Baltimore. Yeah, they did.
3: They might have, but I'm trying to think who they got for Tolan. Well, there's a time. Play Kirby? No. I don't remember it who they would have got for him. It
5: might have. It might have possibly been <coughs> Fred Norman. He,
2: he was two players.
3: It could have been. That's yeah, well, about the right time. I heard time. playing charity basketball. That's put the end of Tolan. Yeah,
5: yeah he he tore that Achilles, tore Achilles tendon, and he was never the same player because a lot of his his game he had he had all of it
3: what the league in stone yeah. baseball when you're at 57.
5: Yeah. He could he could hit for average, hit for power, he had a good arm, he could chase fly balls down mm-hmm. and he could run the bases. And when he hurt the Achilles tendon, <coughs> couldn't run the bases anymore like he did before. He couldn't go after fly balls like he did before. It took it took a part a big part of his game away from him.
3: attitude set in like he said and that was yeah. the
5: end of it. Yeah. 1970 He's one of the finest players in the league yes, he that was. year. Yes, and he One was. of the big reasons the Reds went to the World Series.
3: And they ran into, unfortunately, Brooks Bruce Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> that, took the, that took the end of that one, didn't it?
5: Yeah. That was the greatest series I've ever seen in one player. For one guy? Him and this guy that was also an old 31. Old oh, 31.
3: Player. Won
2: the triple crown.
5: <laughs> and if you watch Frank, he had a smile on his face
2: all during that series.
5: I'd say he got even. I understand the deal. That they, yeah. I understand the deal they made. I don't understand the people that they got at what that time. What they got time. back? Yeah. Well, it's he,
3: like Stanton's trade now. Carl, him, Star, Robinson, Robinson, Castro? Robinson
5: and Pinson, if you dig a little deeper, they were having their problems in Cincinnati. There was some some weapons charges and some assault McK- charges. I could have told
3: you all about that one.
5: Yeah, they, they were having their problems. Well, that probably didn't help. I <laughs> do no comment <laughs> <laughs> what do you got on your uh, uh, alleged allegedly. allegedly
6: allegedly
3: what do you got on your uh, question board today lee
1: uh i got a lot of things i know um ortez stepped out for a second but biggie last week i asked about the dayton hall of fame like if you could put some figures into a hall of fame for sports in this Dayton area to define this city who would you put and why? And it could be broadcasters. It could be players.
5: There's a pretty good list of you Dayton the sports Dayton, figures, yeah, of all mm-hmm. professional
1: from the beginning of time till today.
5: I would probably start with Mike Schmidt.
1: Yeah, Schmidt was. Yep, yeah, that yeah.
5: would that would be one. Uh, anybody that actually played major league baseball from this town would Which is surely a lot more deserve than you to think. be. Oh yeah, I mean. Fred Sherman, Nish, uh, yeah, Jaeger, uh, Borkowski, Dempsey, Steve, Steve Jaeger, you're you're right. Uh, Rebel A's. Well, even well, even Roger Clemens had a birthright from here.
2: Some of the guys that didn't make it that got hurt.
5: Oh or, yeah, you know like Coleman. Yep, Dave
3: yeah. got trapped in AAA, but Mickey yeah. McGuire, same thing.
5: And I mean, it, you're seeing a lot of Dwight Anderson, Donnie Smith. My goodness sakes, you How know about the Olympian. Edwin so that's Moses. Edward Moses, yeah, yep. the The Dayton's had a lot of a lot of Chris good Convery, good technically athletes. Was born here, yeah, he was. Yeah.
2: well, you stop and think at one time the high schools that are gone now that were here. The Dayton City League, the players that came out of there, the Rudy Benjamins, the uh, uh, uh Gary Frankie Arthur, Frankie Sanders, yeah, Frankie Sanders, Gary Arthur, all these players that came out of here, the ones before, you know, Henry Burroughs. We can go back and.
3: It was top sports. If somebody would ever do, and I know somebody talked about this years ago, doing a feature on just Dayton baseball alone, the the guys at Howell Field, they have come through Tim Belcher, the number one draft pick in the country. There was so many scouts out there watching him.
2: The guys that played in pickup games. And and
5: one that you forget, too, is there's, there's, I guess, several of them are buried that played in Negro League baseball. You Jesse Haynes is out. Yeah. So okay. uh, goodness sakes, there's so so many.
2: Well, how about amateur ba- basketball at the Coliseum? I saw Flynn Robinson. I saw Connie Hawkins. I saw uh, uh Roger Brown. All of these players played over there. I mean, you had Monarch Marketing. You had Dave Bing. Mm-hmm. You had all these players that come in here and played.
1: I don't remember if we said it last week, but Bucky Buckhorn, I know he played NBA with the Cincinnati still- Royals, but
3: –
2: you Him and Larry NBA, Hanskin,
3: You're pretty good. You're good. Him
1: and Larry Hanskin have been, you know, play-by-play <coughs> color duels for the longest eight? time. Uh, yeah, I mean, the next two schools that have the longest duo, the color guys don't do. They don't do road games. They just. Do it at home and then the play by play guy. That's, that's an
3: amazing streak. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is. To be together that long or to even be one of the two. How could guys they even together.
5: like each other? He <laughs> <You Even, laughs> you know said so they I mean. did. <laughs> even talk to each other. <laughs>
2: it's hard
3: staying with a woman that long. Wouldn't you like to see a book from both of those two?
2: Well,
5: I'm sure <laughs> Hankson could keep you laughing, you know? Yeah. He'd, he'd that, keep that's you laughing. A lot
3: of, I mean, you said it before we went on, too, about doing a show and even doing something like that. There's a lot more work goes into it than what people assume. They think, okay, you're going to call on a game. But if you don't know who the players are,
6: mm-hmm. if
3: you got to call them by number instead of name, you're dead already. It's not just sitting down. And I know you do hockey, which has got to be the hardest thing to do, especially with names that only Comrade can pronounce. Well, I don't I, know how hockey guys do it. I, I, honest to God, I don't know how they do it.
1: Around here high school levels not as bad but when we had the demons and the demolition there were a couple loopers out there.
3: Tell me the guy that plays center for UD cuz I'm not laughing out cuz I can't say his name. I cannot all I do is call him.
2: Ooh. I you know me I can't pronounce it. I don't, don't even I've try.
3: I try to do it and I, I don't come Anna Hold on Anna Anna Kokopoko Oh god wait a minute I had a boy Anna Screw it. <laughs>
1: Antatakoppo
5: Antatakoppo
3: I mean, Combo, if you're trying yeah. to say that on a fast break,
1: no. Costa
3: Santa de Cupo. But it's a lot harder to do a game or
2: a show. Or, or you could be what I've heard the last couple of weeks is they don't say a name, they say the uniform number.
5: Wow. That's when you know that's, you're done. That's bad. That's real bad. <laughs> that, that's, that's bad. bad.
2: You, you might as well just hang it up.
5: I'll tell you what's or, a bad one. I, I did, uh, I did PA basketball for Greenview schools for several years. Nice. Mess up a kid's name?
6: Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I do that yeah. once.
5: <laughs> then you have got parents uh-huh. parents coming down to the oh, score yeah. table and,
6: how so,
3: did you mess up my child's name? You, you know. played I, enough games, but where they announce your name before you get in the box or when you're you know whatever, you still hear if they screw your name mm-hmm. up.
2: Well, if you have a name like mine, now tell me how can you mess up?
5: They call you Ortiz. Ortiz, Ortiz,
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. Ortigo. Well, truthfully, guys, my name should be Ortiz, and that's a long story. Half my family is, and half my family ain't, and it was a mess up on my
3: father's part. They used to chew mine up all the time in pro ball. I used to. Schlemmer, Schmeller. Schimler.
6: Schimler. And I used to just turn
3: around and go, how the hell do you put letters in there that aren't Mm -hmm. even in there? But you hear it, and you can't help but step out and just kind of turn around
5: and go, really? Mine was low. Yeah. Instead of Low. Low.
3: Now that's a hard one to yeah. screw up. No, there's
5: you know, only three people. I can people. see how it would be though.
3: But you got a store with the same
5: name. I know. Well, this is preceded the store that my name has. But
3: now, at least I can see because even yeah. I. There's only three on people that.
5: that aren't related to me
1: that's ever got my last name right right off the bat.
5: Is yours Moen? No, Mowen? No, Malin. See, I've heard, it, I've heard it as both. Seen, if somebody yeah,
2: says I, mine right, and by reading that's what how I would say it.
5: There's yeah, some. Uh, I, there's I, I some I over in Xenia.
2: Um. I know a lot of my family's around
1: Preble County. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a woman's basketball player for Youngstown State last name, Mallon. So that was really cool. She didn't get to play. So that broadcast was like, hey, is my relative going to play Penguins? You're losing by 30. Come on, Penguins. Put in my relative.
3: What else you got on your question board? You had a bunch last time. We didn't even get close to.
1: Oh, yeah. It was it was fun. I mean, right now we're at an hour and 11 minutes in, and we nearly hit two hours last week. Um I'm there. Well, uh, Comrade, since you stepped away, I don't know if you wanted to add any more to the first one I had. Uh, Dayton Hall of Fame, putting people that define the city sports scene in, who would you put in and why? I don't know if you heard the question. So. I would
2: first go to the amateur baseball. i put guys in like uh, H, Over Patterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, i put Nitwitz in there. I'd put uh, – who's the guy marking that – his name says my name got the batting. Ted Mills. Ted Mills. Mm-hmm.
5: Brad Dreesen.
2: I, I, Dan Dreesen. Brian.
5: Brad.
3: Brad, Brad right Dreesen. On yeah. the, you went in the same year I went uh, Some
2: of the great high school coaches that were here. Some of the players that went here, like Steve Yeagers, Mike Smith. Players that these kids have no idea played here. You know, you could get back and go back and find some of the old uniforms and put them in there. Oh, I'd love that. Isn't there a
3: – over in Carillon Park, don't they have – They have a couple. I know they uh, talked to me when I was on air about doing a – Sports Hall of Fame or something like that over there. I don't know if they ever did it or not, though. It'd be nice if they did.
2: Well, somebody told me that they used to have the service teams that Ryan Patterson play and some guys like they used to play. Like like Joe DiMaggio came into town when he's in service. A couple of them came in and they played in games. Didn't Babe Ruth play in the game out here when they Mm. first
5: played? Babe Ruth played here.
2: Yeah,
3: do you remember Ducks Park? Either you two? Yeah, I, I know the name. That was out by Triangle. I don't remember it. I've seen pictures of it. The
2: park at the VA. Oh,
3: So That was home. a show. There used to be
5: show. one out by Hoover, Hoover Avenue, I too. I think that might be Ducks. Ducks. Yeah. They soldiers Home was as classic They used the to have
2: Ducks. a field in the infield over to fairgrounds, too. Mm. See, I don't
3: remember that. They did.
5: Pete Rose played here. He played in Cincinnati. That's
6: yeah. A yeah.
5: And how I, mean, I told I mean, you the story of yeah, why he, played, he became a second Yeah, basement. Pete Rose played in Cincinnati. No, I mean he played in Dayton. You know and
3: Howell how He became Phil. a second baseman, too. I told you that story. Repeated. Tom Freeze. Okay. Twins have drafted Tommy as a catcher. They want him to catch for Lebanon. That's who Pete was playing for it. Well, I remember going they out to – playing remember, second base now. I
2: remember going out to Howell Field and watching the General Herald baseball player. I remember watching Darren Johnson hit ball after ball over in the tennis fields over there.
3: Yeah, remember yeah. the Reds used to bring the – it was like um, like he said, like a clinic, Marty Keogh, Johnson, they'd bring guys up and have like a
6: clinic. And these players, I, did, I remember I sitting – I didn't know that. Yeah, sitting, look, I wasn't from here. I remember
2: sitting watching Pete Rose sitting out in the outfield talking to every kid he could talk to until they all left. I remember seeing Art Shansky hit a ball almost to the river over there. And it was free. And your little leagues thrived, your baseball teams thrived, You'd go driving through, and these parks would be playing on. Now you go to baseball parks, you see grass growing there. You don't go around and see boxes on the side of schools where kids would play stickball.
3: None of that stuff anymore. 1970. Perez was <coughs> All-Star break was in winning the Triple Crown. Remember? Okay. Up at Kettering Little League. They brought Tony Perez in, Woody Woodward. And, I God, I want to say it was Bench's brother maybe for some reason. Had them come up during the day and all, you know, like a parade. Got to meet them all. That night Perez went over for 4 with three
5: double plays. <laughs> was it Was it Pete's, Pete's brother? It might have been David, Pete's brother. David, but God, David for some Rose. Reason, I think it
3: was Bench had one come up too, but I don't know why he came up. Bench I had a younger brother. Perez, yeah. and, Perez and Woodward I remember very clearly being there. And you could go talk to them. Not they anymore. W- they would talk to you. Hmm. Not anymore. What else you got written down there?
1: If I got to add one more thing to it, what about the first ever Dayton Triangles team? If that's the birth of a lot the of NFL. See, people forget that first yeah. NFL true. game. First NFL if you go out, there's a plaque. Is there
2: a plaque out there? There's a plaque out. there.
3: Now they moved that shit, I think what was a locker room. They did yeah, move that. They moved
2: that, but there's, there's there's a plaque out there.
3: Not many people
2: know that happened. It's
5: wonder they didn't take it out to Carolyn to the museum I'm not, is
3: that where they
2: put it john i'm not don't, real sure i, don't I think remember, they might have next time i go i'll look but you know i need to go and
1: see it myself that was actually a podcast episode i wanted to do is talk about you know history of Dayton sports with uh their director brady Cress.
3: if somebody and, would ever do a book on it the old ballparks the old players
6: it'd
3: mm-hmm. be a beauty or didn't
2: cyberg do a book on it one time
3: I've got a book around here somewhere of the old Dayton history. I don't know if it was Cy that wrote it. <laughs> it you know Cy. what? It might have been. I think it was him. I've got it around here somewhere.
1: For you hockey fanatics, there's a hockey book on Dayton by Chuck Gainbringer. I have that book. Dayton Gyms just... is the only
2: hockey that Well let remember. me tell you something one point oh, right? Do you know why the gyms were like they were? You had Frigidaire, yep. you had General Motors, you had G H and R Foundry, all these rough, tough Workers that want to go out and have a cheap beer and be entertained.
1: I think when Rikes was still in town, uh, there was a story that Chuck told in the book. and I forgot what it was. It was like, oh, God. Uh, but, no, Rikes was big on that, too.
3: Jim's used to be the dragons back uh, in the day. That yeah. was oh, my a to have. Oh, yeah.
1: That's before the days of plexiglass for the boards at Harrah, too. Well, it, yeah. was, uh, was it was a fence. That's
3: like it was a net.
1: Some it might reason. have been that, but I think there was chicken.
3: Coldest chicken building block. I've ever been in any part of the year, Hare Arena, was like an me. ice box. Let
1: me take you to Northland Ice Center in no. Cincinnati. Nothing you... can
3: be colder than Hare Arena. No, no, Northland. no, no.
1: Northland Ice Center, I have to bro- when I broadcast with Centerville and we're doing the games down there, I can't wear my gloves because I need to write, say who scored and everything. When I leave Northland, my hands are red, almost like the scarlet red of Ohio you State. You talk
3: about an aroma of the Coliseum. Hair has still got <laughs> the same aroma. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, a little musty in
3: there, but, but a little musty.
2: But you know what? Those are the those are the smells that oh, you remember. We forgot to flush hair.
3: You remember? A
2: you remember for the rest of your life.
3: What else yeah. you got for us?
1: Well, we talked a little about, about college hoops. We talked a little about Dayton, Sinclair, and Wright State. Uh, High school sports are, in fact. Uh, do any of you gentlemen follow high school basketball?
6: I follow, you guys probably do. Yes, I see I the
3: scores, but as far as going to games <laughs> anymore, nah. I used to go to a
2: couple games a week. I don't even bother anymore.
3: Yeah, you used to go to the tournament games. I know what you mean. I do
5: every year. That's something my wife and I love to do. Just we'll we'll just go over there and spend a whole day. Find us a seat. We may watch five, six games over the course of a Get uh, your money's worth, that's for sure. Just love it. Just love it. The nah. best year for it was a couple of years ago when Luke Kennard was playing. I had that and broadcast. We got to see that.
1: I had his last, uh, fly into the hoop. As uh, far as game. Luke
2: Kennard, I went and watched him play and I watched him play football. And I, to me, he's one of the top five ever come out of this area.
3: Did you think he'd be as good as he was? Basketball wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never saw him play football, so I don't know. I he, told
5: you that I thought he'd be. As yeah, good. He
3: used to tell me he thought he was Jerry Lucas, and
5: that's he, man, that's high him. He was the type that goes back to what we were talking about a little bit ago about an athlete being really fluid. He was smooth, smooth, and he was, he was mean. smooth as could be. You he'd, be move, you. he'd be moving, making moves out there to get open for shots or things, and you wouldn't you didn't think he was really going very fast or very quick. He was.
2: And he also had what I call the eye of the tiger. When he got that look in his eye, you weren't going to
3: stop him. He had a better career at Duke than I would have ever imagined.
5: I I was kind of shocked that he left after two years.
6: I was, too. I really
5: was. I I thought that he would at least stay. Big money call you.
1: Yeah. I can't can't fault him for that. Well, I just thought he
5: was just coming into his own a little bit last year. His freshman year wasn't that spectacular.
3: You bring that up reminds me of something – I don't think we've hit on it yet, maybe a little bit. With the bowl games now, and it's just started the last few years, kids in college football bailing out for bowl games. Mm -hmm. I see both sides of this coin, but as a player, I don't know. If you came to me and said, okay, there's $10 million waiting on you. Just don't get hurt. I still don't know that I could sit out a game and leave my teammates. I I see both sides of it. I get it. But is this going to be the start of the end of bowl games? The playoffs are going to be in the bowl games. Yeah. If they use the bowl games. Well, the, play,
5: the playoffs are going to become the bowl games and if they ki- expand the field.
2: And what kills me now is they're putting teams in with losing records.
3: Well, you got to have six
2: wins
5: six to qualify. Wins, uh, which is basically six and But six. they've yeah.
2: also pulled in some, they, they will, last year they had team in losing five I think wins. They had to
3: because there wasn't any 16 players. <laughs>
2: There's too many bowl games.
3: Would you sit? Would you play?
5: Well, let me go back. Let me go back to how I was raised. Okay, I was, I was raised in a very poor environment. Uh, never went hungry, but I have been cold. Could have ate more. Got a lot of hand me down clothes, you know. So I didn't have a lot growing up. And I think a lot of these players are from that same type of environment. A lot of the, the good players, they come from welfare families, mm-hmm. come from inner city. And I'm not just talking black, but, right? But because there's there's poverty everywhere.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: If I've got ten million dollars staring me in the face, and all I got to do is get to the combine or or something to play, and to get that payoff for the draft, I'd have to consider setting out.
3: Would the bowl game itself be a deciding factor if it's a national playoff, like one of the top four? Compared to the Pop-Tarts Bowl.
5: I'm playing that. If I have a chance to become a national champion, I'm going to play. Okay,
3: the USC-Ohio State game, not for a national title, but it's still the Cotton Bowl.
5: I'm sitting. E,
2: I'm from the old school. You play it, you can't play anymore.
5: Well, like us, but we talked before, like I was talking about the kid from Notre Dame.
3: Jake Butt from Michigan, same thing. Yeah, day. yeah right. same
5: deal. And, uh, I mean – his knee was destroyed so bad that yeah he's he's playing in the NFL, finally. But he lost millions and of millions I of dollars because of that. I
2: understand that too. But every game you go out to play, you take a chance of being hurt. And but the, if you go in with the idea that you're going to get hurt, you're going,
5: you're going to get, to get hurt. hurt. You know, yeah.
2: You know i I can see both sides of it. But me being old school. I can't. I just couldn't. I just as can't a do it.
3: I don't know. I I don't think I could sit and watch you guys play, and think, man, I should be out there. I. That's hard.
1: I agree too. I mean, I get that there's a lot of bowls out there, and all you have to do is get the six wins, and there you go. You're in. You don't that have that problem with Bowl. college
3: basketball because if you're in the tournament, well, you're, you're playing, playing for the national title.
1: Yeah.
5: And football's kind of a whole different ball game, too. When we're talking about leaving early and things like that, and not playing in bowl games, football's got a, a much bigger injury factor. Absolutely, right, in yeah. You
2: know, I i can see both ways. Me personally, I couldn't do it, but
3: I'm not going to badmouth somebody.
2: How many bowl it. games are, yeah.
1: are there? Thirty-four. Too many.
3: I—I uh... well, think they're in the thirty. So, how do you turn these bowl games into the playoff system?
2: I think that's what you should do. Well, Mike Leach—I don't know if you guys read it or not. Mike Leach is way out there. But he did a little thing where every football league, pro, division one, two. I guess three have a sixteen-team playoff. Division three is this the
5: former coach Mike? Yeah, Lee? he's, he's still, still a coach. He's still out there. there. He's uh, he used, to, he used to have Texas Tech. Yeah,
2: yep. the, Washington, Washington, the State, one. The yeah. one who
3: does not have it
2: is Division One.
3: And that's where I see those four weeks in between. Why not?
1: To answer your question, Mark. 41 bowl games.
3: That's about That's too 40 many. too many. Yeah. <laughs> That's about That's 30 See, the argument many. when I was coaching at UD it was always the same. Well, you can't <laughs> get the kids out of school and the fans won't travel four weeks in a row. Yeah, they will. It's corporate tickets anyway, so yeah, it will. Well, like last yeah. week, I listened to the podcast, and I wish I could have called
2: because the first thing was mentioned about Barry. How could he go five days to uh, –
5: and play after that injury?
2: He had graduated last year.
5: Yeah. He's
2: a grad student. You know, and that's what's wrong now. You got kids that don't play, that you know, don't have to go to school anymore and they're still playing.
3: Yeah, but if you're a big man on campus, uh, it's probably easier doing that than trying to go to work. I, I have a
5: I have a harder time with these these players one and two and done than I do setting out a game.
2: I don't agree
3: with one. Isn't it similar though for one and done basketball players? If you're coming from an environment where you don't have a lot, and all of a sudden here comes an agent going, "Hey, you're going to be a top, well now two round pick." Eh, it's kind of hard to turn down. That's
6: I true mean, Anacard or oh, yeah.
3: whatever the hell his name is. They're talking about him. Because of his name, somebody will take him. Okay, but I
2: also get that. But how many one done have went one and done?
3: Oh, there's not a lot and, of them making And, make and it.
2: they're playing the D League. But now, I did hear the new, the new commissioner is talking about making go to school two years. I agree with that. Okay, when's the first guy going to take them to court? Let them take I'm them just them. saying. I understand, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. But, I'm, mm-hmm. but, but you can't tell me these kids that are on semester system go to school the second oh semester.
3: God. No. No, because once they're eligible... They don't care. That ain't right either. No, but it, that's like telling student athlete. That's a farce. Student athletes are the white guys at the end of the bench that get your grade point average. Well, uh, that's your student athlete. Well, the bottom line's got to be done somewhere. I don't know what the answer is, John, because if you can play professional tennis at thirteen or fourteen, and you can, in my mind, if you can go to the military service, how are you gonna tell me I can't go make a living in basketball, football, or baseball?
2: This is true, but you need to unify
3: the rules for everybody and somebody will take you right well it's i it, thought baseball when i was just in i thought they had something you could go out as a rookie and if you didn't make it you had a certain window to go back to college i don't know that that's true i don't think it does but it isn't a rule that if you go to college you can't leave you have to uh, baseball i think three years i think two years maybe after junior college, yeah, I think baseball is two years. Football is whenever, I'm, and basketball is one. But I'm sorry, Mark, the NBA is full of players that shouldn't be there. Oh hell, baseball's that way. Football's that way.
5: Well, the pro Soccer the pro sports the pro sports can control this. They created it. You know, they created it. All they had to do was just say, you know, no, we don't All take they had you. To
3: do now I'm surprised in basketball, especially, and maybe the Ball brothers are going to hang together in wherever China. If a kid doesn't want to go to college, okay, you still got to wait your two years, whatever. Why don't you just go overseas and play? They Do
5: you Williams remember the there. first the first basketball player that didn't go to college? Moses Malone. There you yeah. go. I was thinking
3: yeah. Daryl Dawkins for some reason, Moses but it was
5: Moses Malone.
2: And, and Bill Willoughby and Daryl Dawkins, they were the first big money guys. And who was the guy that went to uh, Seattle? I can see him now. He's, oh, God. Spencer Haywood. Spencer Haywood. Good player.
5: Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. to see him play at like
3: Cincinnati, Cincinnati Gardens. Gardens. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there's another Roma filled building. Well, not
1: anymore. That more. came they're down, didn't it? They did
3: tear that down, or they're going to.
1: They got all the letters off, and it's heading to the National Sign Museum of America, and eventually, yeah, it's going to go.
3: Watching yeah. all of our old stomping grounds mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Crosley,
2: Cincinnati Gardens. Oh, do you know what's really sad? Go over and go to East Dayton and go over to Washington field over there you know what i'm talking about oh yeah good hitters part go over there and it's center field yeah once it rolled it just rolled in the places that i watched as kids and just it's horrible
3: well you said a minute ago and you're right you go by ballparks now the grass is grown over nobody's out playing there's no playing against the walls hell we'd invent games
6: mm-hmm.
3: not anymore stop and watch now seriously you get
2: a chance stop and watch your high school team a normal high school team and see how bad the fundamentals
3: are. No. I can watch right across the street, watch them try to take infield and after about the first couple ground balls you just kinda go, Wow. You know, one will hit the center field and the next one will hit the third, then they go out, it's like no 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 no. That's not how you take infield. My
2: father in law has a house right behind Carroll. And I've sit there and watch the so called select leagues and I've watched the so called high school teams. Don't know what a cutoff is. Take pitches, don't know how to swing, don't know how to field, ole everything, run the bases wrong,
3: simple stuff with learned as kids. They don't know it anymore. Watch it on TV, catch it one handed. Absolutely. How many more things you got on your pad here?
1: Oh, I got lots. Fire away. Uh, we mentioned Cincinnati Gardens. I also want to bring this up too. Middletown's classic Wade Miller Gym closed. They had their last game. Uh, was it Friday or Saturday? And Middletown lost it to Hamilton, but they opened up the new Wade Miller Gym on Briel, and it's supposed to be Hamilton plus a thousand. Like they have video boards in there. It's, these high school
3: arenas, football just, stadiums anymore? Oh my! Well, God. that's it's,
5: it's a lot of tech. In there. It's, it's, yeah. It comes in from uh, right now. The people that's doing that are, are like Premier Health and, and <laughs> yeah. Kettering Health Network. Uh, they're offering these schools. Millions of dollars. Marion's uh, uh, got involved. It, building tracks for them, tartan tracks, uh, scoreboards at each end of the field. It's it's amazing. Did they have swimming put,
3: in high school when you went,
5: it just uh, depended. Roosevelt
2: had we a pool. Didn't. Stivers had a pool, but they didn't use them.
5: In the old South Central Ohio League, either. the only ones that had a pool was Greenfield McLean. Valley View's a got a pool.
1: swimming team, but I think they swim in Springboro's YMCA.
6: Fair,
3: Fairmont's got what?
1: Yeah, Vermont's got that pulled by uh, Trent.
3: I haven't been back up there. I did something when I was on the air up there in my old high school, and I've been back since. And I'm going. Nice. I'm going to ask you. You remember going playing at old Burkhart Gym? Yes, yes,
5: I do.
2: It's still there.
3: It's a daycare now, isn't it?
2: Yeah, my wife's stepsister owns that place. She had that had that refurbished, and now she started to start to take games in there again. And play.
5: If I'm not mistaken, the Wright State, when they were a fledgling, they they were. played or practiced there.
2: Well, when she bought it. I think you're right. Yeah, they when did. When she bought the floor, had took a buckle of water got underneath it. She paid for all that, and she's playing games out there again.
5: Uh, they
3: played at Stebbins, too, didn't they? Yeah. They
5: also the
2: practiced at Stivers, too.
3: I don't yeah, know I'm thinking.
2: Of yeah, calls. they
5: they they, they played at Stebbins, but they practiced over at Burkhart So and they practiced yeah. at Stivers too. Yeah, because
2: they used to run us out to practice. That's when
5: John Ross, yeah, John Ross, just got that started.
2: There was a video about the
1: start of Wright State basketball. That. That's Man, pretty good. that was, yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Very, that gave me goose goosebumps. Yep. And just think, Wright State—they uh, played basketball in what's now the bookstore on campus, and you can look in the bookstore where they keep the clothes and all the books and everything. Just see the high rise that's the just, pack
3: or what, what was the pack
1: yeah i'm pretty sure yeah
5: Man, Here, I don't know here's if a it good was one was right next door to that Man, i saw i saw Wright state i think it was like 73 or 74 i saw Wright state upset miami at ud arena yeah mm.
3: yeah you know what now did you say i do remember them yeah. using the arena
2: <clears> occasionally yeah they uh, did
5: miami had a lumpkin phil lumpkin playing on that okay.
2: team.
3: uh dunbar roosevelt no, no Lumpkin.
2: He, he played at Roth with, That's with right. The, he was, That's right. he was, uh, Donald Smith's running mate. Okay. Yeah. Good player. Very I mean, player. I mean, you know, you, guard one and the other one's going to beat you. So wasn't that, that about the year
5: of Harper too? Harper, Harper was there. Harper, yes. hey, Harper Harper's was, there. Harper, there. There. Harper
2: was in there and, uh, God, Fairmont had a kid too. McCallan? I bet they wouldn't let them use your name. Oh, Wright, State,
5: Wright State had a good team, you know. Oh, Surely they, they had a good team for like Division Two.
2: And used to, they had better relationship than what they have now with UD.
5: They had a kid that could play anywhere at that time. He was a, a big forward, Lyle Faulkner. I remember him. Oh, and yeah. this guy could play. He could play outside, inside. In he was a lot like Don May. Not to say he was Don May. Nobody. There's only one Don, was May. Don May. Nobody but was Don May. Nobody was. But he was the same the same type of yeah, player. Yeah, I remember who he was. Ralph brought in some good players. Was there a
2: kid out there named Monroe, too?
3: Yep. I remember Black kid. Yep.
2: There was a Monroe, but... It wasn't Gary Monroe, was it? No, it was yeah. Monroe that played out there with that championship I the want to say Greg Monroe, team. I don't know if that's right he or He played not. with that championship team. When was, I was
5: there, they had, a, they had a little guard named Rick Rick Martin. Mm-hmm. Then they had a left-handed shooter, a guard named Tim Walker. They had Bob Grody. They
3: had Grody's yeah, – and I mean, they had his uh, brother played yeah. years later,
5: had, Mike. Uh, Jim Minch. Oh,
2: man, I remember and that. Had had a eight, cyber, and and I
5: and can't think of his name big, now. F- the big forward they had, Schaefer. Bob Bobby Schaefer. Schaefer he yes. went to Alder. He's from Carroll. They had a pretty, no, good, had a pretty, they had a pretty good ball team. Well, they had one of
2: the Minches out of Carroll, too.
3: And yeah, Minch was a good player. Bobby Schaefer was that size in high mm-hmm. school. I so, we scared out everybody. Out had,
2: I had him once in
3: high school. I remember trying to guard Chris Ward. <laughs> Let me put it another way. I tried to get through the lane, and he set a pick. It rocked it your like world, Benson didn't he? <laughs> yesterday <laughs> looking uh, up at the well, lights. I'll
2: tell you who I had to go one time with France out of – Oh, Bubba? Bubba. Colonel White. He, He – Knocked me down going for it, and he just started laughing. Ooh, ooh,
1: he ooh, passed ooh. recently, didn't yeah, he? Yeah,
5: he did. Yeah, Bubba France. Yeah, that's yeah,
2: him and
1: did. Matt Blair. Mark, on a future roundtable, I request that we have Coach Brown. Coach I'd Jim get
3: him in pricey yeah. boat. Jeff said he'd oh. do one.
1: That'd be cool. I'd like to talk to Jeff. He's from Lewisburg. He's a Prabhupada County guy like me.
3: The greatest
2: thing I've ever seen.
1: Down or,
3: I'm sure I could. The
2: greatest yeah. thing i ever seen. I walked into uh, Oregon Express one day. This is back in. Oh God, seventies. Ralph was in there talking to Donaher. Wait a minute, Ralph in a bar.
5: <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> please.
2: And go downtown and see Huggins down there at the old Tom Tom Club.
3: I wish mm-hmm. Ralphie was still around because that would make for so much fun between the rivalry. Because yeah. he did, he did bring the players.
2: I in. want to ask you a question, and, I, and I've been fuzzy. What was the story on the Meyer deal?
3: The way I understand Samuel Sam, was in the news. I know there was a couple different versions, and I don't know, honestly. Was he in his right mind when he did that? I don't know. I've heard that he wasn't, that he was on medication and put the pills in his pocket, thinking he was just going to pull them out at the counter and forgot. I've done it. Um, yes. I don't know. It almost sounded at one point like it was a setup, a setup like they were just waiting. Um,
2: I've done that. I've stuck things in my I'd pocket.
3: Dad, I'd heard he was also, hadn't taken medication, and that was part of it. I don't know.
2: I often wondered things would have been different for Rice State well, if he had been able to stay around. You look at well, guys I, like I question Eddie that too. Sutton
3: that had trouble at Kentucky and where Arkansas is at. The money well, got him. But the alcohol, the drunk driving charges, and you think, okay, they got another chance.
5: Well, that. that. Excuse me, at at that time they had, uh, you know, they had Ralph Underhill coaching, had a good ball team. They had a really good (laughs) young announcer that was. Doing some games on television and radio, Greg Garris, Greg Garris. and oh, he was man. getting to be very popular. And he was he was a, a riot to be around yeah. if you ever got to be around him. He was fun. But they it's never I got, I
1: got to work with his son at WWSU. He was a real good guy. Yeah, Matt's working with the Reds The thing Reds about now, Wright I think. State, yeah, they never built it yet.
5: No, uh, they never well, on Like that. I said, Greg died. Ralph left, and they things built the changed. arena, and all of a yeah. sudden,
3: it just went boom, boom. They never, like Johnson, they never capitalized on it. Ed Schilling came in. Well,
5: they they made a bad hire after Underhill, uh, or right before Underhill, I believe, too.
3: Well, then they didn't give it to Coach Brown, which they should have. Yeah. And then it just snowballed, and really. Coach Brown knew how to build a program. And he knew Wright State. He knew the area. I have respect for Coach Brown. I mean, he. He does a great job doing radio with Chris Collins.
2: I love listening to Chris.
3: They do a good job. Now, Nagy I like. I think he's going to be okay if they stay out of his way. Just leave the guy alone. But is
2: anybody else going to come get him?
3: Well, mm. that's always a risk.
2: Um, that's fun in college basketball. He's being basketball paid handsomely. Yeah. Let's go that but way. But especially the money problems that Rice State has.
3: That, I think, is going to be the big the big downfall. Will the school, not just athletics, are they going to be able to survive their financial woes?
2: And they better make some tournament appearances. the same.
3: That would help a lot. Yeah. Get to the tournament.
2: But Oakland's
1: the big obstacle in the way. UIC's yeah. got a pretty good. Team. That
3: tournament is their ticket in.
1: I know. I'm. And I'm by then. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I mean, you're gonna
2: have to face the Golden Grizzlies. I of always. Oakland. I always wondered, and they can get mad at me all they want. I remember 24 win. I remember 24 win seasons, 25 win seasons, and go, go nowhere. nowhere.
3: Yeah.
2: Not yeah, even. Yeah. Not even the NIT.
1: I mean, that first year when I was a freshman, that was Deshaun Woods' final season with Wright State. That was a big season. I, I mean, that their biggest packed.
3: downfall is that they don't draw. You're not no, going to go on the road and bring people on a tournament, so that right away is a strike. And
1: that's that's a shame, too, because well, when Brad, Brad the was there, fault. no, no, when Brad Bunnell
3: was there, that was some pretty darn Brad good won basketball. some games, but he I, got frustrated with it. You know, you walk out and all of a sudden you're seeing Happy Arena tarped over.
2: And then when you have a coach that goes to the union and gives tickets away, say, come to the game. And I used to do pest services out there, and the students didn't even know there was a game.
3: The worst was one of the shows we did when I had three of the baseball players in and Coach Cooper. Mm-hmm. And the next day they were on ESPN's Bracket Busters at the Nutter Center in like 11 o'clock in the morning game. And I had asked all of them something about the game, and not one of them knew they even had a game the next day. These are athletes, and you know I told Mark this,
2: and Rod State fans got mad at me. I went out to watch the kid from Cleveland State play because I knew his mom and dad. Uh, was that Cole, Cole? Yeah. Norris Cole? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Norris Cole asked both schools in his town to go to school there. Both of them turned him down. Who was
3: the kid? Pogue. Is that the other big kid they had from yeah. Dunbar?
2: And uh, I go out there, and they say I'm lying. I turn around and one lady's knitting. I look on the other side. One lady's reading the book. The band's standing there. They got people coming and doing routines like they do at uh, Dragon Games. Mm. The reason why they had a pack there is because Colt was there. Dunbar people filled the stands.
1: As a Wright State alumnus, yeah, I wish more students would go to the games. I know it's not just students. It's, you know... Well, Overall they
3: can complain base, about no dorms. They can say it's too far And the to band, walk, oh but my God! Reds games, Bengal games, Judy Park lots, no picnic either. No. If you want to go to a game, you go to a game. They draw yeah. for Butler. They drew for Michigan State. There's shuttle buses that will take
1: you from your apartments and dorms to the Nutter Center. There's no excuse. Students. How many dorms you- they
3: got now? It used to be the excuse. No One, two, dorms. Three. So they've got no, enough.
1: Oh, there's a lot of dorms. I mean, not... And I mean, campus
3: housing, off campus.
1: Wright State still <coughs> commuter school. Let's, so you So is know, University 30, of Cincinnati,
3: for that matter. Yeah, they do all right.
1: 30, 30% of the students of Wright State, when I went there, lived on campus. I was one of them for a couple years. I mean, I know it's not just the students, but I want to see more students go to the games. You get in for free. So
3: there's a disconnect.
2: What about the alumni?
1: Um... You have to belong to the Alumni Association, and
2: then I think you get it. But there's still somewhere. a ton but of you know alumni what, do in do town. Do you know what's sad? What, for the money I pay at UD, for mm-hmm. my tickets, I could buy 20 tickets to Wright State.
3: I mean, that You get your own row. Yeah. You
5: That's know what I thing. think would help Wright State would be a couple of Cinderella years.
3: That's going yeah. to – they're going to have
2: to get to the NCAA Yeah, tournament. where they
5: get to the NCAA and they shock everybody and win first or first or second round games –
3: that's what
2: Bill.
5: Then they'd start to be relevant
3: because they're going to be gotcha. a 14 or a 13 seed, and it's going to take that win the yes. conference tournament, at least, become relevant somewhat.
5: I remember everybody being, loves a winner.
2: I remember being Don't a kid they, when UD went to the NITs and won them with Blackburn and those
3: guys. This whole town went crazy. Hell, they went to the. This- lead Eight, and the town stopped. Yep.
1: I always love stopping and looking at the plaque, going down to the court, working at UD, just reading the Blackburn story. It's just
3: that's a guy that's not well known because a lot of people
1: are
5: now
3: younger. Was, they don't know how successful that man really was. Blackburn.
5: Yep. Yeah. He started out over in Xenia. That's where he. was. My
2: greatest right. memory is being a kid, sneaking in the sneaking in the field house, and watching the two freshman team play with Blackburn, and. Adolph Ruff was there. Uh, Issa was on that team, but bunch of UD players, and I got to sit and talk to Adolph Ruff for 20 minutes. I didn't know who he was. And they ran me out of there that Mike day. Mike Pratt would have been there probably. Mike Pratt, yeah. out of Dayton, February. Was it Merrilldale or February? He was Merrilldale.
5: About what year would that have been, John? <laughs>
2: oh, God, let's see. I had to be early 60s.
5: So you, you oh. might have... Seen Finkel there at that time, and look,
2: look, this sounds bad. I used to go to Dayton Boys Club. Time I went to Boys Club, you swam naked in the pool. I swam with Finkel, Waterman, and Terrain. I'd go over to Kennedy Union. I played pool with Waterman, Moraine, and Finkel. I rebounded on the outside courts for them when I was a kid. So that's where I fell in love with UD. My mom worked at a club here in Dayton. She bought me a signed ball from the Hatton Brothers and Gary Roganbrook. So that's how I got hooked.
3: Hopefully, Rice State eventually will get the same following. They should.
2: I
1: hope.
3: I mean, they should. You've been around 50, 60 years now. That's a lot of alumni. Like you
1: said, that- both Dayton and Wright State have their places in town. They are good D1 but schools. It's going to
3: take, take some surprising years mm-hmm. for that and talk a, to really fire And, and I you am know. tired
2: of hearing that the only thing that goes to UD is old fogies. You would not believe the young kids that are filling that place now. That's where Red's, the tickets are going out. Red is
1: a treat to watch. And You've the, seen and them the in pilot jerseys and everything. And this
2: cool. arena, when it gets done, I'm telling you guys. The sound system there is amazing. Well, it needs a PA announcer.
3: And you I, I'm not I, sure I, you get tickets once.
1: I, I, I PA, I PA announce for some things. They
3: need a new one. What are we on about two hours?
1: Um hour forty
3: four. No actually. So
5: that's
1: about
3: plenty.
5: Yeah, we'll count off the fifteen minutes for uh, the commissioner not being here that's that true. he would have taken. He'd still been, be preaching. And on And then if Caruso had been here, that, would have been, that would have been another fifteen minutes to a half an hour. So.
2: Well, I'm sorry for
5: not being here last week. We had the potential hey, for a four-hour show. But I'm oh. black, I, I <laughs> we could fill I up four, four.
1: without a question. We're, we're glad that you're here. And we got Comrade Ortez, Biggie, Mark, and myself. There is one more thing I wanted to ask, but I think I'm going to uh, do it with this. Have you guys been listening to my podcast?
5: I tried to get the one last week, and for some reason I couldn't get it to open. Maybe you mm-hmm. can give me a tip on that.
1: I don't know. You just clicked it from Mark's profile when he shared it. Yes. What were you and on? I did it on
5: my phone. So phone? maybe if I try it on my PC. <laughs>
2: well, I tried my phone and couldn't get it either, but I got it on my PC. On your PC,
5: you got that. Yeah, yeah okay. PC is probably the easier
1: thing. Um, do you have TuneIn on your phone? Do you have any app like that?
2: No. Go onto your phone and, yeah. and it, put some apps on there. It would help.
1: I, I, can, I can help you with that after this. Let me ask this. Uh. Because this podcast has been growing. I mean, recently I hit 100 subscribers, and with all the services, I announce everything. You know, there's a lot of ways for people to listen. Like I said, if you have the iHeartRadio app, you can search – you have to search Gem in the Queen's Crown because when I got the category for it, it was misspelled. It's the Gem on the Queen's Crown, not Gem in the Queen's Crown. (laughs) Uh, But out of a podcast, what do you guys – Want to hear when I grow this podcast.
3: For me, I think what we're doing now is what that's what helped our show grow Mm -hmm. was people want to hear. People talk about sports, but they also want to hear. Now, people will go. John's friends will listen to him. Ed's friends will listen to this one. The people that are on. It's like snowballs. They want to hear themselves on air.
2: And I have a son dying to come on. I I mean, mean, I got a list. I know you got a, a
3: long list. Way.
2: Well,
3: And that's why I said originally that's where the shows that are trying to be shows now in town fail.
1: There's no local connection to them. But
2: I, can no un- I can't understand how
3: the beings in this town
2: don't realize this. Are they deaf and dumb? The shows are I about just... the callers and the listeners. That's yeah. what makes the show. I had to pay for XM Radio to get a halfway decent sports. I listened to XM Radio. To get halfway deep, I actually hear more about what's going on here on XMA than I do the local if channels. I want to listen
3: to national. I'll turn ESPN or Fox on. People want local stuff. They want to hear themselves. They want that's to hear themselves opinions. They want to be able to express their opinions, and that's where this town has really struck out again.
2: I don't know about you, Mark. The ESPN is un- on the way down to the bottom. The ESPN <laughs> is unlistable, <laughs> un- <laughs> un- <laughs> too. Un- I'm tired of the emojis and all of this. I could care less about emoji or some of the things they put on there or their internet, you know, this comes from this and that. And somebody telling their opinion, that's the way it is. Or a screamer like Stephen Smith or, or the, the, uh, uh, what's his name? Russo's uh, the guy that, man, the, the son, the guy from Notre Dame, oh, the Golik, you know, Golick's on there, the female on everything i am got nothing against females. Nothing whatsoever if they know their sports. There's a lot of them out there, no more than I know. But why does every show have to have a female? Politically correct. But eye candy. I don't want to talk eye candy in sports.
5: We, 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 we better get used to it. Females have a voice now. And they're going to have in the future. So we, we just, instead of fighting it, it's not going to go away. I don't mind we it better Edna. get used if to it. If they but, know... If they, if they if they are knowledgeable. I can do I it. If they're
2: knowledgeable, I'll listen to them. I used to love the fabulous sports babe because she knew about sports. And what she didn't know, she learned. The one girl was on ESPN all those years.
3: Linda Cohn's okay. She's gotten you know, gotten better. But the new ones
2: now they, the, the Heather whatever her name is on, on the football, on the football playoffs, she knows she goes and finds out things. Her I like. But the one that's on with uh uh Cowherd.
3: I don't watch Cowherd. So. She's ridiculous.
5: Lee, can I steal your show for just a minute? Fire away, just a minute.
6: Here's, here's no, no, laptop. you you oh. take care of that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no go, I've go. got some
5: questions that I want to ask Certainly. everybody. Go. Just for, okay, who wins? Who wins the football championship, college football championship? Clemson. Who plays? Who plays in it, and who wins it?
2: Clemson plays Oklahoma. Clemson
5: wins. Mark Oklahoma's a top flavor,
3: and I hate to say it, Alabama's going to win it, but I think they will. They
1: got to get past Clemson first. Ugh. God, that's a very tough question. I'm, you know what? I'm trying to think, who's the fourth team? I know there's Clemson, Alabama, Georgia. 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 Um, I'll pick Oklahoma. Screw it.
5: I go. I go with Lee. Oklahoma. I think the
3: Baker Mayfield Heisman Jinx is going to take over.
1: I I have a gut feeling too, but it's just, just Alabama nobody like, wanted in.
3: Watch my last see.
5: my last question: Who plays in the AFC Championship?
1: I know two teams and are in the won.
5: NFC Championship. Bear in mind, in the wow. NFC, is done, they lost their quarterback last night Wow or yesterday.
1: From what I read, it's just a sprain. Yeah. Well, on Twitter this morning, which I don't know. I mean, I follow.
2: Now, he yeah. could be
3: healthy by
1: six weeks because
3: yeah. they're already clinched. I
2: have no idea, but I'll tell you what, if there's a chance for New England and Pittsburgh getting there, they're going to find a way for them to get
3: in there. Well, they're going to play each other this week, so. Nah, that would be,
5: be a good game, and that could be a rematch game too, grudge game. Well,
3: I wrote it this morning in Philadelphia was the main gist. You're one injury away from going from the top out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I hate to say New England and Pittsburgh in the AFC, but it's sure going that direction. Yeah, they'll make sure it goes
6: that direction.
3: Rams and Vikings are playing very well. The problem is with the Vikings, I'm still waiting for the real Case Keenum to show up. I'm happy as heck for him. I'm glad he's doing what he's doing. I'm just afraid if he throws a couple bad picks, you're going to get Bridgewater back in there way too soon. He's not ready. The Rams, I just – I don't – I still think they're a year away. That's – Man, that's hard. It is really hard. That's hard. hard. The Vikings I mean, would probably – the Eagles would have been the pick if Wentz is healthy. Nick Foles mm-hmm. is not going to take him to the promised land. Um,
1: well, he's a lot better than the Tom it's Savage. It's bet against Houston.
3: the Patriots right now. I hate to say that. <coughs> Jacksonville could be a dark horse because they can play defense.
5: I think it's going to be Pittsburgh and Seattle to play Ooh. in the Super Bowl. Seattle got to get in first. They'll get in.
3: Pittsburgh would be that's a team. That's a team I would agree with you that nobody's really paying attention to. Mm. Kansas City's another one if they could get back on a roll.
5: They went to sleep. They yeah. went to deep sleep.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Jacksonville, if Bortles can be a quarterback defensively, they could cause trouble.
1: Just to update what I said earlier, Carson Wentz is out for the year with torn ACL. I read it was an MCL yeah. sprain. I thought I had
5: read that this morning.
1: Like a couple Nick hours, Poles, like 10. Come um, on down. Well... Well, AFC notes. is easy. I'm I'm thinking New England over Pittsburgh. I I feel
2: I know.
3: It's hard I to count just, big band it depends where the game's gonna be played. No, if it, it's in Pittsburgh,
2: it, it okay. all depends what the refs decide. Well those uh, are the two teams
5: gonna get a lot of the calls. Pittsburgh just seems like they know how to win, and so does New England. But if you yeah, touch you Brady,
3: know. watch the calls change. So especially I, if it's in New England.
1: So AFC I pick Patriots. NFC I don't know. I mean, yeah, I actually, like this
3: game this week's for the home field, probably, yeah. in all reality.
1: I feel Nick Foles will do serviceable for the Eagles, not Wentz numbers, but...
3: He'll keep the it, other team in the game.
1: Yeah, it'll be close. I don't know. Well, thanks, for, Wentz... let,
5: thanks for letting me start that conversation. Though. No, that's all right. It's,
6: that's perfectly fine. We will do a lot
3: more of these. I said, I've got yeah. a list of people, and but to answer your original question, I think this is a good avenue, a good vehicle to get your brand out there. I because mean, the more people that are on it, the more people are going to listen to it, and, and then it, it snowballs.
1: It spreads out like that, yeah. So I know we're going to do another roundtable soon. I know it.
3: i got enough people wanting to do them. Like he said, his son is dying to do one. Well, okay. I, I want to thank you guys for
2: being this. I hope I didn't embarrass myself, but really if I did, I don't care. I was gonna say, what do you care for more? I don't care. That's me. It is, it, it is what you get. That's a baby or
1: test. It's, hey, I
2: could pick you guys' brain for another hour. I
1: mean. That's Slim Pickens, brother. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'll just tell here you what, we could talk That
5: bird's empty, baby. We could talk sports
2: <laughs> another three hours. And, and that's what I miss That guys that know what they're talking about. You can listen to Wing and listen to the talking head that tells you his opinion. That's the only one. You can turn the national shows on with, what is that one guy, uh, uh Spanish guy with his dad? Oh God, Leberturd. Listen to that. You listen to Cowherd tell you what he knows. He'll tell you what he knows. Then you can turn to Feinberg and listen to those Alabama fans, you know, but this
3: is what we miss in this town. We it's, talked about it before, and I think this we have the perfect sports city. Mm-hmm. We're not yeah. locked into Ohio State, Kentucky, Cincinnati. Really, we've got them all. This
5: is a sports we, city. We talk about sports. It's not about being having to be right. No. You give your opinion, you know, and you don't have to be right. You, you enjoy hearing other opinions too. And, and that's just, what was good about yeah, the show. Absolutely. And we, and
2: we could cuss each other and hate each other and block each other for one day. Two days later, we're back on there. We have blocked guys off that don't seem to want to stop doing things. Poor Mark gets more than anybody ever seen. I know for a fact his phone going off at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning because I've been with him when it's
3: happened. The funny part to me is you could have two people. (coughs) He likes Ohio State. The other guy doesn't like Ohio State, but then they'll turn around and they'll love each other for UD. It's like, yeah. Wait a minute, you just yeah. killed each other yesterday. The That's... one
2: guy that was blocked off of all of this was John Raponi. <laughs> the guy is okay. He still- okay if you
3: want to have hemorrhoids man, and a headache. He still
2: throws off on Ohio State. John, he tells me nobody wears Ohio State gear over to UD. <laughs> you see all the time. I've seen Wright State shirts over there. And I said, John, where do you walk around at? Well, he don't.
1: I I PA for men's soccer and baseball, and I hate to say it, but, yeah, I do see my fair share of Ohio State stuff at Dayton. That's
3: that's Ohio's. That's a school. That's the way it is. I
1: think it's a little bit worse at Wright State just because, you know, going back to, again, there's a lack of student pride there type of thing. But that's me being an angry student because I went to all the games, or if I won there, I was producing them in the radio station. Is there station. anything
3: besides sports that creates more conversation, more anger, or more passion? I know where you're going to go, with, and it's against the <laughs> I'm rules. Not,
5: I'm not going it's against there. The rules. No, but yes, there is. <laughs> and, and let me tell you what:
2: me and Ed have double team guys on Facebook. We have been cussed
5: at. And been spit on by the little children. (laughs) And been
2: threatened,
3: but you know what? Been taken to task. Whether
2: they like it or not, I'm going to say it the
3: way I feel. Sports is still, there's never a dull day in sports. There's always something to talk about. Absolutely. So the people in town wake up. Yeah, we need it. Give the people what they want.
1: There's so many eyes and so many voices here in this city, and they see everything different. I mean, in sports, Brings all Sports of us closer. Different. You're yeah. going to
3: like it. That's why I posted. Hey, we've got somebody on our page that reads for every NFL team. All 32 mm. of them. All every,
2: of them. Every college team. You know, you got soccer fans. We got kickball fans. You got wrestling <laughs> fans on there. And when they start talking wrestling and
3: oh, soccer, that's, that's the real stuff.
2: And NASCAR, I shut it off. <laughs>
1: Well, I won't. So, hey, I won't talk sweet. kickball. Yeah, I draw Not the line. Of, of I
5: draw the line at curling. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, oh come
6: man, on, the curling! T- hey, you, 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 take broom, it. you take
5: a broom. You take a broom and, sweet, and sweet, a canister sweet. vacuum sweeper. They I'd rather
2: now. watch curling than go to a kickball game. The <laughs> they first they kickball game at, I went uh, to down was my granddaughter.
5: I suffered. You should see them when they get better. The
1: Springfield Chiller has those curling targets too. So if you want to go out there and. You
6: know, what do you curling? call those
3: curling things that they chase? Don't you know the answer? I think. What do they call the things they chase down the ice?
5: What do they call? Oh, I don't even want to even go there. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. A stone. A stone. Yeah. But you, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. They like, look, like, look, like, um, look like they look like. Looks bocce. A, to me, it looks like combination
1: canister. It. I played vacuum, it. I don't know what I was with, doing. But I like played. It. it. It
5: looks like a tea kettle, Yeah. You just and you sweep to make sweep the teacandle hold the target. I have a hard time that being sports. You know.
2: Do you know what I miss the most on spelling bee? Wild water sports and the barrel jumping, mm. and Australian rules the- football <laughs> yeah. was of and
6: all on my favorites.
2: All
3: right, Brian
1: Reese is trying to start up a Dayton Warhawks program up here. So,
3: what's a Dayton Warhawk?
1: It's a Aussie football team. Oh, they're gonna
3: try. They're gonna get the guys in the ice cream coats as the referees standing on yeah. the goalpost. Is it, is it like rugby? Oh no, it's, it's kind of well, like, like rugby. What it is, kind of.
1: You can tackle above the shoulders. You can tackle below the waist. You have no pads. You run and you try to kick a bladder, which is a kind of like a, like a bloated ball. a bloated football. You try to kick it between. Uh, Posts, and if you get it through the middle, you get six, and if you kick it through sides, it's one. Can
2: you touch with your hands?
1: Yeah. You can touch it, oh, you can yeah. run. Then
2: that's a sport. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they talk. Uh, oh,
3: it's brutal. Uh, that's oh, that's a oh, sport. It's rugby. Like, like roller, roller derby. Roller derby was oh, a sport. Joni West and the bond Bomber. Uh, I, yeah. Ralphie Balladares. San Francisco. What were they called? San Francisco Barry Obama.
6: It was the oh, Kansas yes.
5: City team. It, it was a Kansas big Kansas City.
3: Not the, the L.A.T. birds. I want to say monarchs,
6: about, but that's no,
5: baseball. baseball. You
2: remember yeah. about the Kansas City team, the movie that Raquel what, Welch was it? Had? The Bombers.
3: No, it was the San Francisco no, so Bay Area Bay Bombers, Bay Bombers, the L.A.T. birds. You remember Kansas the movie? You, had a team too. Remember
2: the movie that Raquel Welch did about robbery?
5: Oh yeah, I do oh, remember that. Oh. I remember a lot of movies. Rock <laughs> I've <Conflict>. been skating <laughs> a long way. So a I, so, <laughs> but
2: you know, I really loved it. One time was Carol Baker. Who? Carol Baker. You don't, don't look but she was a blonde bombshell back, back in the day. She been back with Sonia Heine. <laughs> no. Carol Baker. Google her, and look at some of her pictures. going to have to. And Ann Margaret. Oh, Anne Ma-
5: Margaret. She's she was, playable. She was gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, we, she still Kirby looks there. pretty good, even at her carpet age. The
2: carpetbaggers is what Carol Baker. Go back and Google her. I'd have to look that up. All and right.
1: Locally, for Roller Girls, we got Cincinnati playing at the Xavier Fieldhouse. House. forget what it's called. It's Schmidt like, Fieldhouse. Yeah, Schmidt Fieldhouse, yeah. Uh there's one in Dayton of course. They play at a uh, Orbit over at You roller girls? Yep, they roller girls. used to be guest on the show. There's Dyer Skates over in Richmond, Indiana.
3: Dyer Skates?
1: Dyer Skates, and I actually know the coach. He wow. uh,
6: he's over in Eaton, so Got like that Dave. Hey, let's go Mark. Hey. Let's go watch it. Uh no. You yeah. go and give me a full report. <laughs> Take Mickey with you. <laughs> I'll wait for your report.
1: Gentlemen, any final words?
3: i got to take a leak, so hurry up.
2: Got anything? Again, thank you, guys. Yeah. I enjoyed this immensely. Thanks a lot.
3: Boys, we'll thank have you me back everybody. again. Yes. Just, yeah. Just, this is, Just bring back so many great memories to get oh, people does. back involved and stuff. And people have asked, John has asked many times, how do we get back where it belongs on the air? And I, all you can do is call the people at the stations. That's all I can tell you.
2: I've called so much. I, I say it won't do you any home. good, but. I've called. I've, I've called, they sent emails, everything. They're deaf here, but anyway,
1: I've tried applying for jobs over there too. So at all three stations, but that's
3: not the point. It's bad when a fire truck's going back into the firehouse with the sirens going. That's a bad
5: sign. <laughs> but they gotta go to bathroom. Some bad <laughs> cooking. So do I. <laughs> Episodes, all right, Lee. Episode
1: episode seventeen of the Gem on the Queen's Crown is now complete. Before I wrap up this episode, two hours in. I do want to mention the final scores of the state football finals. I didn't do that last week like I thought I was going to. We got to find them again. Good thing I can edit this. Edit, 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 edit. Ah. Here we go. For the state finals, Winton Woods fell in the Division II title game to Archbishop Hoban, 42-14. Minster won the Division 7 title, 32-7 over Cuyahoga Heights. Trotwood Madison won the D3 title over Dresden Tri-Valley, 27-19. Clinton Massey fell in the D4 tile game to Steubenville, 50-36. And lastly, the Flyers of Marion Local defeated Kirkland, 34-11 to for the D6 tile. And that will wrap up episode number 17, just a friendly reminder, if you haven't seen it on the Facebook page, there's a new Twitter account for the podcast. It's Gem on Queen Crown. I couldn't fit all the characters in to the username. But Gem on Queen Crown is where you go on Twitter. Also like the Facebook page and listen to this on iTunes in your favorite podcasting app on the iOS system. Also on Google Play, tune in, the iHeartRadio app, Stitcher, PocketCast, StreamPod.net. And the two new additions for this week: Castbox and Podbean. And also, you can get email updates at slash podcast Episode number seventeen in the books. Thanks for listening to The Gem on the Queen's Crown. Don't forget to like the Facebook page, The Gem on the Queen's Crown. Follow the podcaster, The Lee W. Mallon, on Twitter and Instagram. Also, visit www.theleewmowen.com and www.gemcitiesports.com.